Hey, all right, welcome to the Tuesday show. My name's Ultra David. What are you doing over there? I'm just being excited about the Tuesday show. Mm, okay, all right. Go on. And I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? I'll allow it. So we're going to talk about the Combo Breaker. It was a tournament that happened. We'll, uh, we were both there. We'll talk about our experiences and the results. We will also talk about a reveal that happened there. That is to say, Cody. Cody Travers, it turns out. Yes. Mm -hmm. I never knew that. Apparently, that was his name in Final Fight Streetwise. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. There you go. He has the last name. We're going to talk about Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Edition Impressions. It's out. Yes. So we played it a little bit, both of us. Mm -hmm. We're going to also talk about etc. and so forth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. So uh... let's start, obviously, with Combo Breaker. Yes. That, that's the big <laughs> thing of the weekend that was really... You know, in terms of the FGC, one of the biggest things of the year. Mm -hmm. Yes, and uh, definitely right now at this point in time, in terms of size and scope, Combo Breaker is... I mean, there's Evo, right? There is there's Evo, Evo sure. but then Combo Breaker and, uh, and CEO yeah. right under there. And little by little, Combo Breaker is really growing to be just... Like, I don't... I, we'll wait to see what happens with CEO this year, but Combo Breaker is really starting to become very impressive. Like... Last year, we missed it. We were at That's Red true. Bull Kumite. And when I showed back up here this year again, I felt like the amount that it grew in those two years was amazing. Because we were in the, it's the same venue. Yeah. Two years ago, when we went there. I remember there was a lot of space. Sure, you could walk around. Yeah. And... This year, it was like the whole, excuse me, excuse me, right. excuse me, excuse right. me kind of thing. And you know, the, just the scope of it is just gigantic now. And it's actually gotten to the place that I feel like, I would say like 2010, 2011 Evos felt like. Okay. Where I go there and I don't see anybody. Dude, it's weird. I'm seeing some of my friends post up on Facebook and Twitter that they were there and that what their experiences were like. And I had absolutely no idea that they were there. I even hung out with like mutual friends, but so like, I think that I should have seen them just based on the fact that like I was hanging out with who they typically hang out yeah, with, yeah, yeah. but uh -huh. they, it was just so big that that wasn't even the case. It was, it was gigantic. I was I was chatting with Zan Sam a little bit after the fact, who's been working at uh, the combo, the uh, Chicago major for a long, long time, mm -hmm. um, and he said that there are. Uh, something like 6,000 people who came through the doors. Dang, I, I, that, I undersold it. Man. Oh, dude, okay. me too. I thought I thought it felt like it was a few thousand. I said it was like two to 3,000, like I was trying to tell some people, but... Now, that's both, that's players, that's spectators, that's individual spectators too, so like people who came in one day or the other. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not sure how, how exact that number is, but that's what his belief of the situation was. And he said it, I believe if I recall correctly, he said that it grew 30% yeah, over the previous mm -hmm, that's year. That's what I definitely heard. And I don't know what the percentage was from that, from last year to two years ago when we were there. Because, I mean, it's mm -hmm. significantly bigger for sure. It's, it's, it is huge. Yeah. Huge event. And it's just, it has really just become something that you just should not miss if you love fighting games. You should. You owe it to yourself to go to Combo Breaker. To yeah. be honest with you, you know, a lot of people are doing twenty-four hour venues now and everything. But Combo Breaker was the first one that did it, and they've been doing it. They're kind of the ones that popularized it, and it's still a really fantastic feature of theirs. They even had to expand to an extra ballroom in the actual Pheasant Run Resort That's area. Right. 
you know, where they had a lot of side streams, and that's where all their arcade machines and, and, and stuff was, you know. It was, I don't know, it was just, it was, the scope of it is so big now, and it's exciting and frightening at the same time. It's like one of those good problems to have, mm. you like it, but, man, it, it, is it going to be one of those situations where it's going to outgrow its venue? Because it was packed in that ballroom. Yeah, that is a good question. I, I don't know. But in, in the meantime, for now, it, it's not just that it was a huge event. It's that everything was so good about it. Yes. And I, I mean that for everybody. Like, I, I was even talking with some of my friends who are who were selling stuff there, mm-hmm. right? And they were saying, oh, man, they sold out of all the yeah. stuff. They didn't expect to oh, sell out as oh. much as they did. Uh, there were so like all the vendors were happy mm-hmm. not even just sort of sides that you usually think about as somebody who comes to, to tournaments it, it was everything it was even even that so yeah. um, but of course the all the players that I talked with had a, a great time tournaments um, ran on time tournaments ran on time great. I think there were like a couple of things that ran a little bit late so mm-hmm. but they adapted pretty quickly and yeah. ended up ended up fixing it like that's you know that's, that's standard, about as good as you standard, can hope for. Standard combo breaker. It's like as good as you can hope for, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. So it was it was awesome on on all those fronts. It was super cool that there was room for playing at all hours, twenty four hour mm-hmm. venue, obviously. But mm-hmm. you know, oftentimes events on finals day will take out most of or all of the casual mm-hmm. sets mm-hmm. Uh, areas and just have seats. Right. But that was there the entire time. People could right. get games in the entire time. And they were. People yeah, were, like, grinding cut-ons. through Dragon Ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody was... Not a cut on yeah. chat. So he's someone that's been in our stream for a very sure. long time. Met him finally this weekend. And yeah, he had up, lunch man. with yeah. him and everything. Yeah. But, um, you know, he said he barely watched Top 8 because he was playing casuals for so long. There you, you go. Know? And, you know... But what's interesting about it, too, is that Shoegazer Jimmy says Evo needs a 24-hour venue also. There's part of me that's kind of fearful at the size that Combo Breaker is growing, right? Because a lot of people have said, like, why doesn't Evo just run 20 games like Combo Breaker does? Why doesn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's because Combo Breaker's in a more manageable size, right? Once you get up to 20 games and you're the size of Evo, it's like you add any game. Like, there was 100 people for ST, 100 people for Vampires, 160 for Eunice. You take it to the scope of Evo, it's going to get even larger. Sure. I don't know if it's manageable. And, you know, this year, you know, one of the... I'm just afraid that Combo Breaker might get to that point where it's so big, you know, even running a 24-hour venue might be rough. And But what was interesting, I was talking to someone about that, though, about, like, how we could have Evo do a 24-hour venue. And they said it's going to be harder for Evo because they are in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Because there's so much more foot traffic, right? Mm-hmm. Here, it's like... Everybody that's there is in that, you know. Right, they're there for that. Right, and if you do it in Evo and it's in Vegas, who knows what sorts of people will come in there and try to take things, you know? And you that's that's true. Well, Callisto says in chat, twenty four hour security at Evo would probably cost infinite money. Right, Uh probably so. Exactly. Probably just be absurdly expensive. Mm -hmm. Evo, Evo will end up having lots and lots of games there. It's just that the Evo staff is running. Eight, Not eight, eight or eight, whatever it is eight, this year, eight, eight games officially. Yeah. Right, yeah, official mm-hmm. games, including all of the games. There's going to be a lot, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. going to be taking all place in sort of more or less the same area. Yeah, that's true. Anime right? Evo, Anime Evo, like I'm thinking fifteen of. games. Yeah, or yeah, and then there's there, even yeah. other people running other stuff too. Mm-hmm. So in in total, there are going to be like just a ton of games. They're just not official mm-hmm. Evo games. Yeah. Um, anyway, but again, it's a good problem to have for combo. Of breaker. course, you know, like. The fact that it is growing that big, I think, is fantastic for them. And there's a reason for it. 
the reason why it's growing so big is because everybody who goes there has such a fantastic experience. You know, it's great for the players. It's like one of the most player-friendly Absolutely. Uh, events, you know, out of all of them because of the 24-hour venue, because the schedules are always run so well. It's all the casual setups. Exactly. And, and even on top of that, there are, there are multiple stages so that simultaneously there's a bunch of games going on in a way mm-hmm. that lots of players can watch. And um, that and and it's a big enough venue that they're happening at the different corners. Mm-hmm. So if you care about Tekken, you go over where the Tekken was, or if you wanted to watch Skullgirls, that was there. If you wanted to watch Ki, you know, they it, so many different games had you big to setups. Watch Sanrio, Pong, whatever exactly. that was, <laughs> whatever that game was. I don't know what it's called. Amazing. Actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everything everything was awesome about it, uh, and and so so there's so everybody was happy. I mentioned the. Uh, vendors, the players. Um, for the spectators, there's a lot to do as well because yeah. a lot of people came who were just spectators. So you get to watch a bunch of different games um, and and you get to see stuff that you don't normally see. I mean, I mentioned some of those games. Uh, you mentioned the mystery tournament. Only right. 128 people get to enter that because it's capped. But watching it is one of the most fun things in FGC. <laughs> I, re- I really feel like watching those events is, is fantastic. So so the players in their like sort of serious tournaments are catered to well, but then people who are both watching and entering things like uh, the mystery tournament and the um, auction events, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. there's like so much to do there that is not just your tournament matches. So if you go zero and two, it's not like you're just stuck there doing nothing. You have a ton of things to watch. You have other stuff to enter, and it's all super fun. Right. And all really run very, very well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, we'll see We'll see what happens with CEO. It's going to be at a new venue and stuff. I'm sure it'll be great. But it's, in my mind, going to be hard to beat Combo Breaker. Yeah, yeah, To be yeah, honest. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm... It's... This what? may... This may have been the best Chicago major that I've been to. And I've often felt that the Chicago Major, both UFGT and now Combo Breaker, mm-hmm. uh, are the best events of the year. You know, Evo is its own beast. Right. Other than that, uh, I feel like like these are the best. And this may have been for me the best one. Just it seemed like it was run so well. Yeah. Everything went well. Uh, a lot of people were there. Not just the numbers, but the people I want to hang out with were there. We like just everything a, about it. We even had a marriage proposal there. You know. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we'll seriously. get to that in a little bit. Yeah. We'll get to that yeah, in a little like, bit. There was just there was just everything was awesome. Yeah. I, I am uh-huh. I'm super happy about it. You know, Rick gets a lot of press as he should. The Hado does a really good job as the lead tournament organizer. But there are lots and lots of people involved in running this thing. Yeah. It's oh yeah. It yeah, is yeah. much too big uh-huh. to just be on the shoulders of one fella. And and all of those people really should be happy with how things went. Mm-hmm. You know, it was mm-hmm. Just they have to awesome. be very proud of. I really, I really hope they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really exactly. hope they are. And um, yeah, I mean, again, if you want to make it to an event, this is definitely one of the main ones that you got to make it to. I feel like uh, this is the one you got to make it to. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're not wrestling fans. Okay, fair enough. Right. If you're a big NJPW kind of guy, you know, maybe that's that's a pretty big deal. To sure. To go and, and in any case, we'll see what happens to CEO. I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah. I just. Mm-hmm. Man, it was so good that it would be surprising to me. Right. Very pleasantly surprising, but surprising if anything else lives up to it this right. year. But, you know, that's what a premiere event is about. Oh, man. You know, Combo Breaker is what a premiere event. You know, a lot of times there are premiere, there are some premiere events that don't feel like premiere events. Right. But this is 
an event that feels like it is the Capcom premiere event, the Tekken Masters event, the IPS, you know, uh, uh, a location and stuff. Yeah. You know, it, this one feels like the one that you go to. And, you know, obviously the reputation has helped because everybody now is there. 687 people in Street Fighter, 770-something, mm. 800 people in Dragon Ball. I mean, that is a lot of people Giant playing amount. these games, right? So, I mean, to be honest... Oh, actually, though, some people did say CEO's registration numbers were slightly higher. That makes sense. I yeah, I think typically I think, it has yeah. more entrance. But, dude, Combo Breaker is just a fantastic... Yeah, it's it's outside of Chicago, Uh it's about 40 minutes out of Chicago in St. Charles. It's, it, I would say about 45 minutes west of O'Hare. So if you're, oh, yeah, if you're yeah, coming yeah, from okay, the city okay. of Chicago, it's a little bit further. Uh, it is definitely in the boonies, mm-hmm. but they had shuttle buses going to and fro, mm-hmm. uh, which, was, which was nice. I mean, it, it, I guess it ended up being that people had to pay a lot of money in some cases to get from the venue back to, well, I guess either way, you right? You had to like on refresh Lyft or a lot Twitter, because or Uber, Uber in the morning on Monday was like 250 something for a trip, but then some people got it down back to 50 and stuff. Like, yeah, and apparently if you just walked a little bit either way. Yeah, would, yeah. So, but in any case, that's not Combo Breaker's fault. They had, they tried to make things work. You know, they, I'm not sure that they expected, if 6,000 is the real number, I'm not sure that they expected that. Right. right? So uh, they did a really good job, I think, in in trying to plan as best as they yeah. could. It was really funny yeah. because I, I there, there there was a there was a Portillo's. It was like across yeah, the street, yeah, yeah. dude. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I didn't have it was it. like literally across the street. I had actually. the Giordano's. I did not have the Portillo's. I did not know it was across the street. I should have. Run, well, I mean, it was quite well, across the street. There is like a maybe fifteen minute walk. Okay, okay. Because okay. the the. The hotel was, was so big. Right, the resort there was, was so the big. Culver's was there. Yeah, right? that was across so, the street. Yeah, okay. If you go, if you went the other way a little bit, then then there was one of those. But yeah, you, we ordered Giordano's, and there's Lou Malnati's not too far away either. If you got a car, so yeah, so, man. What's really funny is that <clears throat> um, I took a picture of myself on the plane. I'm like heading to Chicago, and you know, one of my best friends from junior high. Well, I haven't seen in four years. Last time I saw him was in Arizona. That's where he lives. And I went to his wedding. Okay. Um, like, messaged me. And he was like, dude, I'm in Chicago this weekend, too. I was like, that's cool. But I'm actually going to be like 40 minutes out. I'm at the right. Pheasant Run Resort. And he's like, we just drove by there. Like, his wife's family lives in that area. Okay. So, literally, it, during one of my two-hour breaks, they came over, picked me up. We drove to Giordano's oh. and like we met up and like we ate. Oh, and, how nice, and, and man! Just hung out over there, and it was funny too because a lot of them had so like his aunt and uncle, like well his aunt and uncle-in-law, I should say, right, were okay. there and everything, and they were like asking about it and everything, and they were really fascinated because like because yeah. the, they said Pheasant Run has been there forever, right? And they were like, that's really great that they could still have events like this, and yeah, da, da, da. and it was actually really kind of cool. So you it know, was really funny to talk to them about it and everything. So. That is that is really nice. Um, I also have family in the area, so I got there. I, my parents and I flew out together Thursday, and then we had dinner with uh, my great aunt. Who's 96? Oh, pretty cool. Dang, she's still nice. she's still pretty good up top, right, which is right. awesome. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then we had brunch the next day. My brothers ended up flying in. Uh, you know, once I actually went to the venue, I couldn't go hang out with them, but mm-hmm. they all hung out with other cousins and stuff. And then on Monday morning, we all hung out again for for more brunch. Um, my great aunt, when I told her where it was in St. Charles, she was like, "Oh, 
that's where there's a big resort, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. And it turned out that they used to go to that resort in like the 40s and 50s. Dang. Um, maybe it was the 50s, actually, now that I think about it. And uh, with, so my great aunt and her two kids, my cousins, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, my, my dad's age cousins. Um, and she said that it was really cool for them because there were, there was this pool there that I guess doesn't exist anymore. But there were only two places in the world that had an outdoor pool that could be used in frigid temperatures. It was there and in the Soviet Union. And this one, <laughs> this one was after. It was okay. like it was like news. Okay, okay, because, okay. So the Soviet Union, I guess, like invented some way to have a heated pool that it was, you know, in <laughs> sub-freezing temperatures right, or whatever. Right, right. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. Then, then that was duplicated in Chicago. Dang. Uh, and okay. and it, was like, it was like a big thing. Oh, man, this is so sick. Uh and she was describing the way that it worked, and she was like, it was basically like, like the, remember the, um, the tube in Willy Wonka that, uh, the, that the fat kid gets sucked up yeah, in, uh-huh. right? She said it was like the, kind of like that, but maybe in the reverse, where there was just this giant plastic tube that was constantly dumping in Warm hot water. water, and yeah. Anyway, it was just, it was really cool. It was like, <laughs> so that, that place has been around for a long time, as, as you said. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. It, it is, it is really cool for, I guess, people in the area that, that it's still doing yeah. big. It was funny too, because like, they didn't know the scope of it. Unfortunately, I had some pictures on the phone, but like, right. when we first walked into Giordano's, there was fighting game people everywhere course, over there. Yeah. So like, we just all walked in there and everyone was like, oh, hey, James. Oh, hey, James. <laughs> and they were like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was, I don't know. It was just overall, it was just a really fun weekend. It's just a really, really good time. I mean, outside of the fact that, one, I barely got any sleep. Oh, that's right. Largely due to the fact that I've had pretty much the worst back pain that I've ever had in my yeah. entire life, which is happening right now. It's not too terrible right now, but that's because I'm hopped up on Tylenol. Yeah, I know, I know the life, buddy. I've been taking that like every... Yeah, I know. I was just like, man, I, 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 I know David would sympathize. For dude, sure. So sucks. I have literally just had like... So, like the only way, like, I could feel, like, there's no position I can lie down in where it's not in massive pain. Mm-hmm. Like, the only way I could do it is if I lean over the bed and just, like, hang. Oh, I've done that. I need one of those yeah. things that hangs me upside down. Oh, I, I used to have one. one. Oh, you really did? I oh, really okay, did. Okay. I had it for a couple of years, but ended up moving to a place where I needed to get rid of it because I didn't have enough space. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I need one of those things right now because that was seems like the only way is if I put yeah. zero weight on my back, then I feel well, this okay. Is, this is why so. attraction like that is why I have that thing that I brought to right. Japan. Right. Oh, right. So, That's um, right. Oh, maybe I should get one of those yeah. and try it out, actually. It was not that expensive on Amazon. Okay. So. Anyway, I'll we'll talk about this later. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. Uh, cool. Sick event. <laughs> yeah. um, and lastly, just wanted to mention it was a blast hanging out with my friends there. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them I don't get to see very often. And it, I feel I feel like that that's the place where I have the most fun hanging out with friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I feel like I have more friends who go to that tournament both who live in that area, but also people who just are coming from everywhere on, on the continent, uh, and even internationally, than, than anywhere else. So it was just, it was super fun to hang out with everybody, and I really had a blast. Yeah. Miss, miss all of you. Hopefully we'll see each other soon. Well, I mean, That's it. just out of a side thing to mention, too, is that uh, TubaWare, of course, one of the guys who was there, this might be one of the last times we'll get to catch to uh, get a chance to catch him and such. But um, 
I just saw on Twitter today some bad news that he lost his job. What? He came back and he found out that he lost his job. What? So if there's anybody on the stream oh in the Minnesota God. area who can help him out, um, you know, please, oh, you know, it's at Tuboware, yeah. T-U-B-O-W-A-R-E. If you can help him out, I think that would be pretty cool. So, Jeez. Yeah, I mean, that was just unfortunate, dude. I'll, I got to give him a text. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, anything else to say on the tournament other than getting into results? Um, I mean, the only downside probably really is that the pheasant run feels that old. <laughs> oh, right, right. No, you're, so our room, and I heard from many other people that their rooms too, just it was damp and mildewy the entire yeah, time yeah, the entire uh, time so whenever i was there and it wasn't we weren't sleeping i had the window open the whole sliding yeah, yeah, glass yeah, door yeah, open uh, uh, to try to like detract from the mildew even though it was humid outside and hot outside i felt like that was better than like the mm -hmm. weird mildew smell so yeah, i also found a weird bug on that the was floor. a I, I wasn't sure if it was a, a weird bug. A bee or something oh. yeah i mean i just put the cup over it slid a paper under it and i let them out outside so wow okay i don't kill Creatures. There was a really big wasp that almost got in. Are you serious? Yeah, oh, it was dang. huge actually. <laughs> and uh, I was hanging out with Mono in our room, uh -huh, uh -huh. and I had the thing fully open, right? Uh -huh. And he he heard from inside a big buzzing sound. Oh and God! He looked, out, he looked outside, and this wasp was just like on the cusp of entering. It definitely could have just flown in, right, right. but for whatever reason, it chose not to. And he, like, very quickly shut the door, you know. Right. But it w must have been a good three-quarter inch long, maybe inch long wasp. So. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Uh, and it is true, lastly, that the phone reception is horrible. I assume oh, that that area that venue, is not yeah. meant to have 6,000 people in a very tight area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, once you were in the ballroom, you got no reception at no all, reception. basically. There was just zero reception. So how did you even know that the Giordano's delivered the food, actually? I got a missed call. Oh, did the you? missed call showed up? Oh, okay, okay. I mean, miss it showed up three minutes after he called. Oh, so it like took okay, a little while. Okay. Luckily, he was still outside. Okay, okay, cool, so. cool. Uh, nice. All, all right. right. Uh, actually, I don't have the results up yet. Let me go grab those real quick. Do, 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 do. Let's see here. Yes, I sh I show mercy. I don't want to. I don't need to kill anything if I don't need to. Yeah, yeah. It's for all good. Sure. Even spiders, because I know people spiders hate spiders, but spiders are also like there are there they're 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 good creatures. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're scary looking, but you know. Ah, I think they're cool. Yeah, I agree. All right. All right. Bazillion well, games to go over here. Sure. Actually, I'm not sure we can go through every single one of them because there's yeah, eight thousand. And to be honest with you, I need to spend some time rewatching a bunch of stuff. I want to watch Uniel. I want to watch Tekken. I want to watch a whole bunch of tournaments here. But let's go over the, the in the order, a reverse order. Reverse! Which means that the last game was not Street Fighter V. No. It was Dragon Ball Fighters. Yes, Dragon Ball Fighters. So in, uh, like I said, almost 800 people entered yeah. this tournament. Giant tournament. Uh, huge tournament and just... You know, bodies falling left and right in semis and stuff. But uh, top eight uh, in seventh place, qualifying for the Summit of Power, by the way. Well, because, well, we'll get to this, but yeah, he you're right. He was the highest placing mm -mm, person. Not, not reason, not the reason. 
Or because he also won the playoff? Thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he tied with the other seventh place person, yeah. but they had a playoff, Correct. right? We'll get there. So C-A-G Fen- Fenridi. Fenrich. Fenrich with Cell, Bardock, and Vegeta. Also seventh place, Crescent Doza with the all Goku team. Yeah, all Goku. Blue Goku, Black Goku, and regular Goku. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, Goku. good job to him. I mean... That's cool because it kind of shows that, you know, the tiers can still be defied in Dragon Ball. A little bit. Uh, fifth place was also GGP Kazunoko with Kid Buu, Adult Gohan, and Yamcha, mm-hmm. just because he likes the Yamcha assist. Uh, fifth also was NRG Hook Gang God with Cell, Piccolo, Vegeta. Fourth place, EG NY Chris G with Bardock Trunks, Vegeta. Third place, CAG Dogura, Kid Buu, Cell, Vegeta. Second place... For the first time in his life, not being in first place, yeah. Cyclops Gaming, Goichi with Bardock, Cell, Vegeta. In first place, Echo Fox, Sonic Fox with Cell, Kid Buu, and Gotenks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He stepped it up, man. Yes. He definitely stepped he it stepped up. He stepped it up. It was interesting because um, uh, Goichi sent, I mean, he sent Goichi to losers. Yes. But then Goichi came back and won the first set against Sonic Fox. Right. And won it pretty pretty convincingly. And it almost kind of felt like things were going to, you know, revert back to what we knew. But then in the second set, Sonic Fox really, really turned it on. No, actually, the first set was really close. Uh, it I was 3-1. to one. Oh, it was 3-1. Goichi. Okay, okay. But then the, the last set, I think Sonic Fox just won 3-0. Correct. And took it. And uh, yeah, and then and then of course uh, Vexani, uh, Vexani just great, got that great photo, dude. I yeah, you had that on earlier, right? <laughs> oh man, that that photo is actually ridiculous. that was the winner's bracket photo. Too. Okay, I think that was the winner's that was winner's bracket. Set. Yeah, uh, that that photo is is such a perfect encapsulation of that moment mm-hmm. because uh, if I don't know if you can put it back on there. Here I can. Cool, go the awesome. Break. The Take break screen. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Uh, yeah, there, yeah, just just look at this. It, it there's. Sonic Fox right in the middle, framed magnificently, mm-hmm. and he's like ascending right there. The lights, look at the lights. Right, dude. yeah, he's like he's like asc- just ascending in that picture, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Goichi is still stuck down there on the bottom. Like he's yeah. like, he's Sonic Fox is now above Goichi. It's like such a such a strong encapsulation of that moment, and so exciting. Everybody in the crowd, almost everybody in the crowd went wild. Can I? Can I? Oh, I can't. Zoom you can't zoom into yourself. I can't zoom into myself. Yeah, you can see. I can actually see James to the left of the combo breaker sign. Yeah, not looking all that stoked. Yeah, I'm just like chilling there. I'm like, that's hilarious. But yeah, everybody else in that picture, more or less, was was way into it. This. (laughs) Now, now, can you pull it? Yeah. See, that's what I'm trying to try to do. <laughs> Look at this guy. Well, how very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> Not all excited, all that excited here, That's I very guess. Funny. So, uh, but uh, for everybody else, it was a sick moment, so. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, it, it really is big. Goichi's uh, been so dominant. What What's interesting to me is that, if I recall correctly... It's now the case that Sonic Fox and Goichi have only lost in major tournaments to each other 
and their biggest training partners. Oh, you're right. Uh, and Sonic Fox lost once to Chris G and ended up winning. Although I think that yeah, was yeah, yeah, the yeah. very first weekend that the game was out, mm-hmm. if I recall correctly. So a- after that, it's only been to each other and their biggest training partners. That's yeah, crazy. I know, right? That's crazy. For, like, for, for as big a game as it is, almost 800 people entered this. Mm-hmm. You've only lost two people? <laughs> I actually had a chance yeah, to Yeah, I'm talk talking about Goichi losing to Dogra, Dogra and Sonic Fox to The Kill Sage. Yeah. That's it. I actually was talking to Sonic Fox afterwards, and he was just like excited about it. And he's just like, it's cool because they keep pushing each other and pushing yes. each other. I thought it was funny, too, because apparently Apology Man asked Sonic Fox, how are you so good at all these games? And Sonic Fox says, you have to be gay. Yeah. Right? And then I asked Sonic Fox later on, I was like, how are you so good at these games? He's like, I don't know. You know, I would just practice a lot. And okay. Whatever. So I don't know what he's trying to tell Apology Man. Serious answer. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's trying to tell Apology Man, okay? So, you know. <laughs> um, so... Very cool to see. I mean, it basically seems like the three best are Fox, Goichi, and Dogra. But yeah, then yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, well, Chris G, G seems like he's pretty dude. consistently up in there uh, he was as the, well. He was, I mean, Sonic Fox, he was in top eight on winner's side, right? Yes, top eight. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was top and eight. And so twice. was Chris G as well. That, that's, oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, Chris yeah, yeah. G, yeah. Chris G and Sonic Fox right. both came in there. So Chris G is, I mean, somehow he's always one of the strongest in this, and people yeah, just yeah. don't seem to mention him as much. It's just that there are those two. Yeah. Uh-huh, but then uh-huh. after those two, and I guess probably Dogra after that, there's mm-hmm. then Chris is in a small group of people just after that, mm-hmm. uh, including Hook and God. Very cool to see Kazunoko with the Yamcha, obviously largely losing it for the assist. But actually, right. that character has such damage output by right. itself. Even without sparking, that I think that kind of makes more sense mm-hmm. as an anchor than some other characters. I mean, I'll, it's it's interesting to me because I really don't think Yamcha is that strong. But I'll go check back. I want to go back. He, he's he's not that strong. No, you're, you're right. right. But but if he finds a hit, and he has four bars, he oh, can combo yeah, 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 like yeah, level, yeah, level one, one into level, into level three. three. Yeah, yeah, so he yeah, actually uh, can deal more damage yes, than most yeah, characters yeah, yeah. in situations like that. But not great at finding the hit mm-hmm. in the first place. You're right. But uh, I mean, look at this. Ninth place was Pono Smoke to Kill Sage Fenrich. Oh, wait, why is he there twice? No, that's not him. That was somebody oh, else. Wrong. Um, Breaker Dave was there. 13th place, Reynold, Apology Man, Leffen, yeah. Timo. I mean, some of the players that we haven't even named in here are, like, for example, like Nakio. Yeah, Nakio. In, in the um, top 16. Uh, who else do we have? So Super Noon was the person who's ninth. That, sh- that should be Cloud805. Oh, Cloud805. So Moke, the Kill Sage, Cloud805, Breaker Dave were ninth. <laughs> 13th, Reynold, Apology Man, Leffen, Timo. Mm-hmm. 17th. Theo, Super Noon, Beyond Toxin, Pepperly Splash, Nakiel, Grover, Iconic, Fruit Punch. A few of those guys have won majors. <laughs> and they've gotten top eight at almost everything that right. they've been to. So extremely strong. And then you even go down a little bit further. And you see folks in 25th like Aliyun. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. You see Tachikawa in there. Foxy Grandpa's in there. Lost Soul. I mean, there's there are a ton of strong players who entered this thing. Mm. Yohozi got 33rd. You know, it's just super packed. Yep. Galileo got 33rd. Punk was in 33rd. Punk, yeah. There you go. Yeah, so it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. A lot of people playing that. But again, one of the cool things about it was when they did the stats, remember last week when we were talking about the entry numbers and uh, Curly W was talking to us about percentages, like uh, only 15% of the players in Dragon Ball only entered Dragon Ball. Again, to me, that's super awesome because that just means everybody's playing the game from every scene, and that's, that's super cool. I mean, Foxy Grandpa, Beyond Toxin, all the guys from the yeah, MLS community and everything like that. I, I think that's really awesome. That's great. It's, that, it's, it's like the game that's brought everybody together. For you sure. Know? So, okay. All righty. Street Fighter Five. Oh, 
yeah, actually. Oh, uh, should mention that there was the Summit of Power qualifier. <laughs> the filler episode. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was being original when I said that in, while well, we were hanging out. You weren't there. But oh, okay, okay. I said that to Tubaware, who can vouch for me. Right. All right? But then it turned out that, like, everybody made the joke yeah, simultaneously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, someone in, okay. the, in the front of the stage even had a whiteboard that had filler written on Good stuff. Everybody made a joke. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, so both Doza and Frederick got seventh place. And the highest non-already qualified person yeah. was going to make it into the Summit of Power. But yeah. since they were both in seventh, they had a playoff. So. Yeah. And Fenrich ended up taking that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for Doza, I still think it's really cool. He has been playing. Obviously, he's not just starting with Dragon Ball, but this is the, probably the most success that he's had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and extremely strong in doing so to get seventh place in a tournament like this. You know, a lot, a lot rode on that two out of three set yeah, to go to the yeah. Summit of Power, but uh-huh. I still think that he should be encouraged, and I hope to see him doing really well in the future. For, you know, Fenrich has been in big spots before, so it's not maybe yeah, as But you know what the coolest thing for Doza cool. is? You know, I think, what, in a couple of months, he has two more characters he can try to add to his team. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's going to be, what, like, Kid Goku and Old Goku and... And red Goku and no. Are you making this I'm up? making these all okay. up. I'm making I, these I, up. I mean, one of the rumors is that there's base Goku. I don't know what that even means. <laughs> Not saying Goku. I guess. But wouldn't that mean he sucks? Like yeah, people should whatever. beat the crap out of him. Okay. Anyways. Uh, all right. All right. Let's talk about Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition. Yes. Do you want to talk about anything? Well, we can't talk about everything. So we can't talk about yeah, everything. Okay. Man. There was a cool tournament. Yeah. Team tournament. Okay. Team Seventh tournament. place, UIU Oil King with Rashid. Seventh place, also Cyclops Gaming Dogra with mm. Urian. Uh, fifth place, RB Bonchan with Nash and Karen, as well as Furson Verloren with Cami. Uh, fourth was Liquid Nemo with Urian. Third place, PG Infiltration with Mana and Jury. Second, uh, Razor Sien with Ibuki with probably the match of the tournament uh, in losers' finals mm-hmm. against Infiltration. But first place was UIUNL Cami straight off of uh, I think it was Saigon Cup win or it was one of the one of the ranking events in in East Asia that he won I believe. Did he just win? I don't remember. He just won a ranking event. Okay. He won a ranking event and then now he has won a premiere event. Dang. Well, he's pretty sick. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, I mean, ninth place was Tokido, and that's a, this is the third tournament that he's never made top eight for CPT. The third CPT event he has not made top eight for. That he's entered yeah, right. since season one inception of right. Street Fighter V. And two of those events were, you know, thousands of people at EVO and, oh, like, 700 people here at Combo Breaker. Yeah, he's, uh, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's kind of good. He's pretty good. Well, ninth place yeah. is also where Sako, Du, and Men RD. Yeah. Just outside of that, Chris T, Human Bomb, Gachiku, and Big Bird. It was just super stacked. Yeah. I'm happy for Chris T, to be oh, honest. Oh, yeah. Because like, he's been playing so well to see him to get this high up in this big tournament. Absolutely. So happy for that guy. It is, it's it's sure. really great. Oh, it's, it's super cool for NL. You could see how big the moment was when his yeah. friends hopped up on the stage. He started getting emotional. Like, he, he was trying not to cry, but you could tell it started to get to him at some point in time. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, it was like a lot of people have been saying, you know, one of their arguments for Cammy was, like, oh, she's never won a premiere. But, I mean, seriously, after the midseason patch, it was only a matter of time. Agreed. <laughs> and here she is taking this one. But, um, you know, obviously she's super strong. Obviously, like I said, I still think she's the best character in the season yeah. right now. I don't think she's free to win with. In fact, I was had a whole long talk with Gamer B about Cammy, and he and he was just like, 
she's really hard to use is what he was actually saying I, yeah and talking to punk when he gave me a serious answer instead of the, the the twitter answer he was just like aiming the dive kicks is a lot harder than he anticipated oh sure you know sure. and stuff like that but for lauren and nl i've been playing this character forever obviously this character was going to win a premiere at some point in time this year so agreed and it did Pretty cool to see Nemo up there. Some people are saying Akuma. Do you think Akuma's better than Cammy? No. I, yeah, I know. I still don't. I still don't think that. So. Yeah, I, but I guess more accurately, I just think that there's four, there's no four top tier characters. Yeah, there's no Akuma in this top eight. Yeah. Right. I, I will also say to sorry to interrupt you, but like I'm super happy for Cien. Yeah. Because he hasn't been performing as well, even like on commentary at Saigon Cup, he was like. This is why Fujimura is the best Ibuki. This is why he's so right. good with Ibuki. Like, you, you could almost hear this sadness in his voice, like, I'm just not as good as this guy. But then what he pulled off this weekend, I thought, was fantastic. Glad to see Sien kind of back in there and won himself a bunch of very crucial points. Uh, I feel the same way about Bonchan. Yes. Very cool to see him up there. Still using Nash and Karen. Pretty impressive stuff. Oil King continuing to do really well. Was it... Bam or Stunfest that he just got third in. So it was one of those one two. One of those two, yeah, yeah. Um, uh -huh. And then Dogura got up there. He made top eight at the two biggest tournaments of the weekend. Right? Oh, both, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both That's Dragon right. Ball yeah, and Street yeah, Fighter. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's yeah, it's yeah. rare that somebody makes top eights in the two biggest games. Sometimes you'll see like somebody <laughs> wins like some other game right. and then uh -huh. the biggest game or whatever. But he got... Top eight. third in the biggest game and seventh in the second biggest game. That's really rare, really impressive. <laughs> and they're very different games, too. Yeah. You know, I'll super different games. So, very impressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> it's very obnoxious. What's the problem, David? <laughs> All right. But uh, good yeah, stuff gotta there. Get used to it. Uh, good games uh, to them, to everybody who played there. Tekken 7, obviously a Masters event. Did I scroll too far? No, you're right. Oh, yeah, there was a reveal, but we'll talk about that dude later. Yeah, 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 we'll talk about that. That's that's one of the topics up at the top, so it's one of the topics that we have up there. Yeah, in my view, and I think it's it's become just about everybody's view, too. I think we've all arrived at the same conclusion. Kami, Minot, Akuma, and Guile are yeah. the four best, mm -hmm. and I don't know that I would say that Akuma is the best or Kami the best. Mm -hmm. I think it's those four, and it's just yeah, like one yeah. of them. I don't know. Honestly, I... I I do think Minot is top four. I think she's probably the weakest of the four. That sounds right, yeah. Because, like, I still believe people don't know how to fight her that well. You know, I'll see Minot's do jump roundhouse and people don't take advantage of that because she doesn't have her orb. It's re it takes a long time for yeah, her to yeah. get back no, you're to right. that. You're right. And then um, people don't jump at her enough. I kept trying to say this on commentary, but something crazy would happen. But, like, standing strong and standing fierce. If you just pictured Ryu throwing Dan fireballs... Yeah. What would you do? You would jump a lot at Ryu, right? Sure. And that's how you have to picture Minot. You can't whiff punish it, so think of them like fireballs, and they're super laggy as hell. So. I, I've, of course. It's right. just like playing against Dalsum, guys. Yeah, I see a lot Come of on. people play against uh, Minot, and for some reason, they try to play Street Fighter Five where they stay on the ground and don't jump. I, I know. I don't know. And I'm just people like, will figure it out, but they haven't yet. Jump. All right. Yeah. Tekken 7. I was commentating at the time, so I don't know what happened. I was commentating at the time, too, so I Bummer. don't know what happened. So like I said, I got to go back and watch it. Yeah. But uh, uh, look, JDCR got sent to losers early on by Joey Fury. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't. Okay, so he made it to ninth place. So him and Kudans made it to ninth place.、Dang. Same with Joey Furfuri and Rixta. Oh wow, let's, let's go, go Rixta. Yeah, exactly.、Uh, good job to Rixta.、Uh, but seventh place was VS Trungi with Geese and RB Anakin with Jack Seven. Fifth place, Rocks Dragon Chanel with Alisa and Eliza. It's funny. I was talking to Shu now. And like people will come up and like want to buy a charm, and they like don't specify. Yeah. Like for Elise and Eliza, like it sounds the same. And then there's like、uh, three Leos, and there's like two、uh, Mai's and stuff.、Yeah. It's actually kind of funny.、Um, uh, as well as Hiton Ch Go Attack with Cosme, Master Raven, and Asuka.、Uh, fourth place was Echo Fox Saint.、Mm-hmm. Third place, First Sun Lohai with Shaheen and Jack Seven. Second place, UIU John Ding. With Eddie and Lucky Chloe, and first place, Rock's Dragon Knee with Paul and Jin Knee. Th- he's JDCR this year. Okay. He won final round. He won the Tekken tournament in Korea,、oh, the, the big、wow. premier one. Right. And then he won. Wait, did he win that one or did he win、uh, Battle Arena Melbourne? Whatever cases, he's been winning everything. Yeah. Knee has been winning everything that he's entered, and、uh, he is looking unstoppable right now.、So. Awesome. So yeah, so that's that's kind of the main story right there. Dang, I want I gotta go back and see John Ding, Eddie, and Lucky Chloe getting second. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, and then also,、um, uh, this was also the first tournament for UIUUU. Okay.、Uh, to attend, so I thought that was kind of cool. She actually had her U.S. debut at Wednesday Night Fights. Oh damn!、Uh, she actually showed up there before she flew out to Combo Breaker. Wow. So you know that was actually kind of cool to have. Sick. Her- Uh, show up there. So, by the way, shout out to Team UIU recently.、Uh, of course, UIU NL won Street Fighter. There was John Ding in second place.、Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Oil King was also top eight yeah, in Street Fighter. That's right. He just、mm-hmm. got third or second or whatever it was at Bam. It's so funny too because、Fest. remember I did the delayed hyper commentary thing. This was before UU was signed to UIU, and I, and I, I just like saw UIU in my stream. And I was like, "You guys should sign UU so that we'd have UIU, UIU, UIU."、Oh. I was like, "Ah, you can do all this stuff, right?" And they actually told me afterwards that she, they were in the process of signing. That was already happening. Yeah, so they couldn't say anything, but they were laughing that I was making that suggestion because they were actually doing it. So all right,、um, Guilty Gear Exerd Rev Two. Why does my page not want to scroll? I got it. Okay. Because I have the appropriate script killers. Yes. Kill to get extra rev two singles. <laughs> Seventh places were Kid Viper Johnny and TSB、okay. Blaze with Raven. Fifth were One Up Peppery Splash with Johnny and Bjorn Son of Barrett with Chip. Fourth was GGP Kazunoko Raven. Wow, he got fourth place. Dang, guess who got above him? Third place was Hamad with Kai. Second place was Teresa with Jam, and winner was Daru Ino. That's right, and uh. Dude, when Teresa knocked Daru Ino into losers and winners finals, he po- this is an emotional、yeah. guy here.、Yeah. He popped off, and it was just like one of the greatest things that I'd ever seen. Good pop off, and、um, you know,、uh, it was just really unfortunate because he、uh, Daru came back, and I think he won. Was it the first set that this happened? Or the second set? I can't remember. But his but Teresa Teresa's、uh, controller broke. It stopped working when he had just won a match or something like that, and. It felt like it kind of took a little bit of the wind out of his sails, and he ended up losing to Daru Ino. But Daru Ino from Korea,、um, just he's just been doing so well and playing so strong. Yeah, and Majin Obama kept telling the story how, like the Japanese players, like、uh, Ogawa had him on their team. 
for a big team tournament and when they won Ogawa's like you know you're the one who did a lot of this stuff and he was like this is a big win for international guilty gear sick okay so Daru Ino is from really, Korea right yeah from Korea really really big deal um, but I mean shout outs to Hamad shout outs to yeah, Bjorn Peppery Splash and all those guys for doing really well here getting top 8 in this tournament I'm, so, I'm really happy for all those folks yeah. but Teresa I mean like you could see it when he was losing when he started losing, like you, every, between every game, it was just like, mm-hmm. like man, that guy was so emotional. It's hard not to root for that guy for when sure. you're watching him play. He Ooh. also won the auction tournament. I feel like it's pretty rare that somebody wins the auction tournament who also got grand finals in that same game. Yeah, is that true? Uh, I mean, it depends on if they can get their character. He got his character, so okay, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> probably not a lot of people bet on Jam. Yeah. In fact, I bet you the people who were auctioning on Jam were just there trying specifically to stop him from getting uh, yes. Jam. You know, <laughs> the King of Fighters fourteen. Do you got your thing ready, or do you want me to go through this? Uh, uh, let's see if rebooting helped here a little bit or refreshing. I should say. God, there's so many games and so many schedules and streams and stuff. King of Fighters, hey. 14, seventh place. With, Juice Box was here? Oh, sick. I, I, I didn't, didn't see him see, the whole time. Yeah, I know. I didn't see Juice Box at all. I have no idea what's going on there. Uh, Juice Box with Andy, Rio, and Leona. And uh, Decimo with Shune, Kukri, and uh, Geese. Okay. Uh, fifth place was Reynold with Najd. Nice. Sick, okay. Okay. I heard she's super good. I've heard that too. Uh, yeah. Benny Maru and Zarina, and uh, fifth place was TXE El Rosa with Dinosaur Kula yeah. Verse, Naj Leona Verse, and Kula Leona Verse. Jeez. Uh, fourth place was TXE GSGG Violent Kane right. with Robert Iori Kyo and K Iori Kyo. Third place Tamago with Blue Mary Benny Maru Iori Benny Maru Iori Kim. Second place TXE Vegas KOF Weru Asamiya. With Iori, Yuri, Athena, as well as Naj, Yuri, and Iori. And first place, probably undisputedly the greatest KOF player on the planet right now, Kwamba Doyu Shaohai with Kula, Hydern, and Iori. Cool, man. So there you go. That guy uh, uh, is really, really good. Uh, Undernight in Birth. I need to go and watch this. Oh, yeah. I need to go and watch this. This was 160 people, right? It was a big tournament. 164 people at pre-registration, so oh, okay. I don't know how much it ended up. All right. Probably still around about that same area. check it out. Yeah. But, you know, I also saw that um, at, in Top 8, uh, Neon got there with Nanase, so I don't I don't know if that's the same Neon, is it? I don't know, man. I didn't watch okay. it. Okay. But uh, he's there with Nanase, so I want to see what he did. Unfortunately, he got seventh place, which means he didn't win the match that he played, but still, I just want to see what he did. Yeah. But seventh place was SUCC AO It's Dave with Merkava, as well as Neon with Nanase. Fifth place was RT Royal Heart V2 with Hilda and PFGC Magnets with Eltnum. Look at this character variety. Fourth place, Red Blade with Wagner and Akatsuki. And third place was Drunk Suika Ibuki with Batista. Second place, J3 Phonon and Linne. And first place, Klim, or C. Lim, from Canada with Merkava. And so there are 10 characters used out of the top eight? Yeah. Well, no, there's one Merkava repeat, but there's, yeah, nine, okay, characters so there are nine characters in there. Wow. That's really impressive. Awesome. That is really impressive. Also, he's a different neon 
has oh, it is per, a different Rihanna. Okay. W. Okay. And also, this game, I think, is on sale on PS4 for 30 bucks right now, I Sick. think I saw. So um, if you can try to grab it. Uh, I definitely retweeted that. I didn't see if there was any country restrictions or anything like yeah. that, but I definitely saw that it was on sale. So 173 entrants. Uh, 173 it got to, huh? Correct. Good job. Nice. Schoolgirls, basically the Evo for schoolgirls, because right. it's uh, they, they all come to this event here. Seventh place, KPB, PME with Misfortune, Robofortune, and Fuqua, and as well as Yaya with Squiggly and Big Band. Yeah. Fifth place, Elda Taluda with Painwheel, Misfortune, and Cerebella, as well as KPB, RW Cloud with Valentine, Cerebella, and Double. And double. Uh, fourth place, Rabble Flaggers with Beowulf and Big Band. What a sick team. Yeah, I know, right? Three is HSF, HSV Liam with R Fortune, Robo Fortune, Parasol Double. Second place, what? Echo Fox, Sonic Fox with Philia, Double, and Fuqua. And first place was Swift Fox Dash with Peacock and Cerebella. I heard this crowd going nuts. They were playing while we were doing Street Fighter Top right. 8. And the crowd was going nuts. Yeah, we could hear it. When, well, it was uh, right next to it. Right, but yeah. When Swift Fox beat Sonic Fox. I saw two fellas in furry outfits up there, and I didn't uh, realize uh, it was Grand Finals, but it turned out it was Grand Finals. Yeah, Sick. so there you go. So shout-outs to uh, Swift Fox Dash for defeating yeah, it's Sonic great. Fox, who's basically been like the best player in that game for a long, long period of time. Yeah. So. It's really funny because like it was a reset in grand finals. Mm, dang. Okay. But uh, yeah, two. It was three, two, three, two. Nice. So super close both times. Who was in winner? Who was in the winners at the start of that? Sonic Fox was in winners. He beat Swift Fox Dash three zero in winners finals. Oh dang! So Swift Fox Dash came big back. comeback. Okay. Okay. Sick. Good stuff. Good stuff. Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. Whoop. This was a Tournament of Legends three qualifier. Seventh place, oh, and by the way, I just want to mention five of the top eight, SoCal. Dang. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, I was talking about on stream. It just goes to show how much that team's effort in SoCal yeah. playing all the time has really just made a difference, right? Yeah. Because four of them are the newer squad, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, seventh place, Mr. Igloo from SoCal with Balrog and O'Ken. Uh, as well as NB Immortal with Vega, former SBO qualifier. Mm -hmm. Fifth place, Killer Miller with E Honda, as well as Jiggly, Jiggly Norris with Fei Long. Mm -hmm. He Fourth, played sick, by the way. Yeah, he did really well. Uh, Fei Long is, he's, he's just, he's getting better and better and better. Fourth place, Lord Jimmy Bones from Canada. Good job, because that's a scene that's really, really developing. They got a good scene in Toronto. And so Lord yeah. Jimmy Bones getting fourth place, I think, is super cool. Yeah. Using Balrog. Yeah. Now, just going to point out, the rest of the top three are from SoCal. Oh, it just happens to be, huh? Yeah, so I'm not going to say where they're from anymore. Oh, gotcha. Because they're all from SoCal. No need. SoCal. <laughs> Third place, Silent Scope with Cami. Of course, he just won Texas Showdown, so he had already qualified. Right. Second place, Level Ups, Cali Power with Ryu. And first place, L Trouble with Dalsum. So there you go. But... Oh, I didn't realize that Jimmy was from uh, Montreal. My bad. I thought he was Toronto area. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But um, El Trouble uh, won a lot more than just... Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, so... Look. I mean, by the way, he did play really well in, oh, in the games. Dude, he did super, super well. Yeah, he had some really good choices. But um, afterwards, after the tournament was Three, over, two, they all went up there and took a photo, and Killer Miller took the microphone. 
and just basically started talking about how you know she and El Trouble had been together for twelve years. Yeah, Aww. and like she uh, was mysteriously very fancy looking. Yeah, she had a nice dress on. She had her hair done up and yeah. everything like that. And um, she proposed to uh, El Trouble. Yeah, man, at the tournament. And it was right the, there on the stage the, with the mic in her hand. Yeah, it was the sweetest thing. And yeah. like honestly, like um i knew about it yeah beforehand of course and um you know so when it started happening on stream i was like wait 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 let's listen to killer miller yeah 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 uh, she told some people well, quite a few people beforehand and then uh, i was in the crowd just before that happened uh-huh. and i saw some people starting to walk away and i was like hold on everybody like you got it oh stick really around. Oh, you told them to stick, stick around, around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. but the coolest part was that um el trouble then took the microphone afterwards and was like look I didn't think I I didn't know you had this all planned or whatever yeah. like that. But he was like, "You forced my hand," and he like reached into his backpack and he pulled yeah. out a ring of his own. It was in the backpack. Oh he my god! He reversed the proposal. Ooh, that's so great. He reversed amazing the proposal, dude. That was amazing. Yeah, and she was. was not expecting that at all. No. And it was. It was a wonderful, I, nobody expected yeah, that. Yeah, it was a wonderful. I cried on stream. Okay, Aww. I cried on stream. But one of the funniest I'm not much things for weddings. I saw one every. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I saw when everybody walked <clears throat> up to the stage. I was looking at like the backs of some of the people because I was commentating. Yeah. And JJ, one of the SoCal uh, members uh, of the FGC, was yep. there. And I saw her with the box. Yeah. And she handed it to Tanya behind yeah. their backs and yeah. everything like that. So she set him up. And then later on, Tanya tweeted out that El Trouble asked her to hand him his backpack. And she had, and she knew, uh, <laughs> like right there. So she was just like, I had to keep secrets for both of them all of a sudden, you know? <laughs> oh, like he, he asked JJ for the backpack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 he was like, give me the backpack. And so she was like, oh crap. Like, wow. yeah. So actually what Eugene had said is that he had planned to propose at Toronto okay. when the Tournament of Legends finals okay, happened. Okay, wow. But I think he just brought it just in case. That's very funny. Yeah, and and it, it worked out, dude. It was... Before that all happened, I was hanging out in the crowd with JJ. Right. And uh-huh, uh-huh. she was telling me how when... Um, so she she did Tanya's makeup yeah, and yeah, hair yeah, and stuff. Uh-huh. And, uh, a whole bunch of people helped with that. A yeah. bunch of people helped with that. Mama Dawa. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. And... Uh, and then Eugene asked Tanya, why are you so nice looking? <laughs> like, not to be a jerk, but like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's uh, the occasion? Uh, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, you're really dressed up. You look right, great. Right, like, uh-huh. and, uh, <laughs> and JJ was just like, because JJ had also done herself up. Uh-huh. She was like, what? Two girls just can't, who can't look nice? I mean, right, my, my yeah, friend's yeah. made top eight. She's going to be on the stage. We both want to look really nice. And Eugene was like, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, Eugene had told me afterwards. He was like, "Yeah, he he kind of figured yeah, it was he, coming." Yeah, there was some point, little, so. little sketchy going on. Yeah, <laughs> but it was super cool. Look, if you guys don't know, like those two, like I said, they've been together for a long time. He's actually the reason why she even got into Super Turbo. They didn't meet through fighting games. In fact, she was just like a lot of other couples where they first started. And she was like, "What are these stupid video games yeah. or whatever like that?" But at one point in time, something <laughs> my cross convinced her to actually get into yeah, fighting games. It was a my cross, bit. yeah, yeah. And uh, she gave it a shot, and 
I mean, to be honest with you, the level that she's at in Super Turbo, she's literally one of the best in the United States right now. Maybe one of the strongest Hondas, if not the strongest Honda in the U.S. of the new school of players. And so, you know, it's it's really cool that, you know, you know, that these two, I mean, like I said, I'm really good friends with them. I've known them for a long time. I don't want to get too emotional. I'm just super happy. Enough. I'm super happy for them. Congrats to them. I'm super happy. Taking the final plunge. Yeah. What I can't believe. I can't imagine, dude. I don't. Can you imagine somebody being able to do that? I don't want to, man. Horrible. Would like I can't even like. Would you be willing to do something like that? You know. Perish the thought. God, it would be. It would be. (laughs) Perish the thought. Yeah. Uh, All right. So Street Fighter Three Third Strike also (laughs) happened. Uh, I guess let's just. So top three. Yeah, no, yeah, let's yeah. talk about top four. Dirtmaster, Elena, Hugo, and Yang. Nice. Dang. Okay. I, t- I talked with somebody who said that there were a ton of Elenas in this. Mm-hmm. It just like happened to be like that. Third place was Simon. Nice with Ken. Second place, Chirithi, Chun-Li, and Echo Fox, Justin Wong. Chun-Li won the whole thing. Mm-hmm. V-Sav. Yeah, I actually got to do commentary for this, which was cool. Is, I kept is there any NRS in this one? I kept calling everything by the wrong name, which was really funny, because I have... Me and my friends all had our own nicknames when we were playing the game. Okay. And so, like, I kept calling, like, um, Sasquatch's little ice thing the Ice Castle. And right. Like, is that what it is? They're like, it's Ice Palace or Ice something or other or something. And I was all like, right. whatever. It doesn't yeah, really matter. Wow. So, But seventh place, Xanaz. Good job to her with All Bath. Uh, uh, she plays in Colorado. Doesn't even really have that much competition. So good job to her making it up there. Seventh place, Dyer with Lilith. Uh, fifth place, J1, the skate with Sasquatch. As well as Vampire Arcadia's Alaris with Felicia. Fourth place, also Vampire Arcadia with Yeti Ghetto Slang, Sasquatch. Uh, third place, Mighty Mar with Anna Karras. So he was champion last year. Second place, Dine. Oh, oh, by the way. Where? From SoCal. From where? From SoCal with Jetta. And first place, oh, oh, from, from SoCal. Where? Also top eight in ST with Mr. Igloo. With Sasquatch, so obviously Sasquatch, best character in the game. Three Sasquatches in top. Is eight. he? Is he the best character? Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he seems really dumb. Him, Lord Raptor, and like QB are pretty much the the top right yeah. there. So those are the three like just ridiculous. He just seems people. like it's so uninteresting. Right. Actually, other people pronounce it Anacharis. Yeah, I've always both, called it yeah. Anacharis. Uh, I've always heard both. I yeah. So I don't. I don't know what the real thing. Hey, is. Tubo, James just told me what happened. My my bad. That sucks. I'm really sorry to hear it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll talk with you later though. Yeah. Um, melee. Melee. Third place with CLN, Absent Page with Fox. Second place, OG Swedish Delight Chic. Winner, Balance KJH with Fox. Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U. Third place, PGE Sam with Pikachu. Second place, E2C Tyroy with Bayonetta. Winner, KJS Maester with Mr. Game and Watch. And I think it was Curly W who was telling me that uh, this tournament was like not fancy enough to count as much as it should have or at all for the like ratings that they do for players oh, right, yeah, so yeah. the fact that this dude won with mr game and watch like might not be as impactful Aww. even though he beat some super strong right, players right, in doing right. so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, marvel versus capcom infinite uh so seventh place Whatever. i'm not going to name the teams uh, Ima Rar 79 and Noel Be Hungry. Fifth place, Abok and Lariat God. Fourth yeah, place. Hagars. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth place, EG NY Christie. Third place, Bane Hollow. Second place, The Kill Sage. And first place with the comebacks of comebacks, Dual Kevin, dude. He 
he had some sick ass comebacks. Yeah, Keep I watched some of this. It was really good. Brackets, another topic that I need to sit down and watch. Yeah, uh, Bane Hollow. That is crying, Brian. Right? Negative. Abic. Abic is crying, Brian. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, he beat Noel. Yeah, well, tournament. he's super good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abic's really, really yeah, good, no doubt. Really There's cool. not, it's not like a... Yeah. Not, not a new thing either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very nicely done. We did mention Third Strike. We did Third Strike already. Yeah. Killer Instinct. Uh, oh, third place was Sleep. I thought he got second. He did get second. I don't think I'm so. Per- oh, he didn't? Okay. Second was UA Base, and first place was Chicago Kid Amenti. Yeah, it was a really good uh, top eight. I couldn't watch all of it because I was commentating during part mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. But when I was not, I was definitely watching. It was really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to go back and watch more of that because it seemed like it was a really good tournament. Uh, Shout out to Amenti for taking it with, uh, I think that was his first win on that scale, and doing it with Shin Hisako partly. And with yeah, Lira. see, Sleep was second. I remember. Didn't I was really? watching the ceremony, and I was, and it was him and okay. Amenti in grand finals. It was Sleep in, right. in, in second place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's what I thought. All okay. right, let's go. Secondary um, source time. Blaze Brew Central Fiction. Ooh, Fourth place was Breaker Dave. Uh, third was Gararayo, second place was SKD, and first place was Fenrich. So, Fenrich. Uh, I saw SKD really sad that he All couldn't right. take it. But Injustice 2, I can't believe it's this far down. Come on, guys. Um, seven places were Noble Rewind with Black Adam, Blue Beetle, and Firestorm. Then Echo Fox Scar with Red Hood, Supergirl, Brainiac. Fifth were BC Biohazard with Bane and Starfire. Fifth also Method Silver Rye with Hellboy Batman. Fourth was Gun Show with Firestorm. Third place, third place was Echo Fox, Sonic Fox with Captain Cold, Red Hood, Firestorm, Michelangelo, yeah, Black everybody. Adam, etc. Right, exactly. Second place was uh, Flipside DR Gross with Black Adam and Green Lantern. And winner of the whole thing was Noble Tweety with Starfire, <laughs> Doctor Fate, and Superman. Although I think in top eight it was just the previous two. Uh, this is fascinating set of results right. I think, for Injustice 2. So, um, starting from the bottom again, Rewind has been a strong player. He's very young, but he's been a strong player mm-hmm. for a little while now. And he keeps making top nine. He keeps mm-hmm. making ninth place. Okay. Okay. He's never quite in there. So, it's really big for him that he finally made top eight and he did it at this big of an event. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's an IPS uh, series event. Um, very cool to see Scar up there because he hasn't had quite that level of success at majors uh, for a little while. Uh, very cool to see Gun Show up that high. Another player who's been good for quite a while, but uh, probably his, his biggest result. Then Gross finally beating Sonic Fox. That's been a big issue for him for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's been, he got fourth at Evo, I think, and I think he got fourth at uh, E-League? Or was it IPS Finals? It was one of those two. I think it was IPS Finals, now that I think about it. So he's he's been up in the sort of top four, but this is definitely the biggest that he's had right. when it comes to something like this. And then Tweety. So, uh, <laughs> there's last, a little backstory. There's a little bit backstory. Last week I talked about it briefly. He and Tekken Master were getting a little bit of a beef going on. Uh-huh. Tekken Master basically was talking about how Tweety uses Starfire, who's too good, mm-hmm. broken, or whatever, whatever you may have there. And uh, Tweety, and, and basically saying like Tweety wasn't good enough for him to bother with, so so he ended up actually not playing the top the uh, right. the, the money match because he didn't think that Tweety was worth his yeah, time, and he wanted to, to concentrate on the tournament, not on an exhibition. Right. I was talking to Ketchup, and basically they said like you're the only one that has anything to lose. Like why bother giving this guy that kind of you know like that was kind of a so the- it's just amazing poetic justice that the guy that. 
Tekken Master didn't have time for was the guy who ends up winning the whole tournament. <laughs> I mean, that's that's amazing. It's amazing. Again, Tweety is a guy who's been good for a while, mm-hmm. but this is by far the biggest. I mean, I don't think that he had won uh, a smaller event either, as far as I know. I think this right. is like by far the biggest uh, win for him. Yeah, so, Tekken Master super ended awesome. up in 13th place. Right, so. right. He was definitely down there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, just in general, Sonic Fox, I think, is... Clearly, putting all of his time into Dragon Ball. I mean, you can kind of see the same thing happen with Goichi because his results in Street Fighter haven't been quite as strong. Right? Yeah, yeah. He has. Yeah, he, uh, I don't think uh, he even uh, entered like under Night and stuff games that he was a mm-hmm, god in before. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of happening for both of them. But um, even still, man, he got third place, and that's really rare. It's not like it's never happened before. Like mm-hmm, it, that mm-hmm. has happened a couple of times in MKX and Injustice too. He got fourth at very Evo rare. last year, right? Yeah. Injustice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So it was a, it was a really really good top eight. Lots of character variety. Lots of new guys doing good stuff. Maybe not necessarily new, but their best showings right. ever. Uh, and it's it's a really good start to the season. Um, yeah. I'm, I was a little bit sad to see that uh, Dragon had some health issues. I'm not sure oh, exactly yeah, what happened right, there. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully mm-hmm. things are all right. But yeah, other than that, awesome awesome tournament. Mm-hmm. Had a blast watching it. Then you got uh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat XL, X. right? It's cool that they ran this here and had both NRS games, you know, both current ones, both franchises being played. All three. So. Yeah, both franchises, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, fourth place was Master Tech and Master with Imposter Shinnok and Swarm Queen Devora. Uh, third place, Noble Rewind with like 17,000 characters. Dang, yeah. yeah, cool. Second place was Echo Fox Scar. With uh, Smoke Triborg, Demolition Sonia Blade, and first was Killer Zynox with Shinnok. Crystalline Tremor. Cool. Shinnok? Is yeah. that how you pronounce it? Okay, okay. Gotcha. Foxy Grandpa sitting down there in seventh place. So. Yeah, man. Very cool. Uh, I didn't get to watch any of that because I was commentating something else, but I'm definitely going to go back and watch. However, I did watch all of Mortal Kombat nice. 9. Okay. Abs- I made I made sure that I would be free right. to watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I was so stoked that this game was going to be played. I mean, I know it's pretty different than ten and then yes. XL. Did it just? Did, did, it is what, very different. Did you? I mean, when you watched it, was it just like waves of awesome nostalgia kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Okay, okay. Uh, I I re-downloaded it on Steam a little while ago, and mm-hmm. I've been kind of playing in training mode and stuff, reacquainting myself. But very, very fun to to watch, actually watch it. Uh, I watched as much of that tournament as I could. So seventh places were JWE Comp Bros with Sonya and CLN Dab with Cyrax. Fifth were MKK Biggs with. Uh, Katana and Sonya, and GGA Sunk with Cabal. Fourth was GGA Dizzy with Johnny Cage. Third was GGA Waffles with Smoke. Second place, Echo Fox Sonic Fox with Sonya and Melina. And then winner of the whole thing was Kerbalicious with Cabal, Johnny, and Sonya. Yeah, well, you know, good stuff to Sonic Fox, dude. Third place, second place, second place, first place. Right, place. like you, you think, yeah, for sure. You, you, you think of him as if he gets second place in MK and third in Injustice, and second place in Skullgirls. That's like, eh. Like, what a terrible weekend, weekend for Sonic you know, Fox. But, but still, it actually is pretty impressive. <laughs> and he won the one that he wanted, so. He, yeah, for he sure. He won the one that he wanted. Uh, really, really nice for Kerberlicious. He, towards the end of MK9's life, he started doing well. Mm-hmm. And then, I haven't heard that much from him since then. Um, okay. But apparently, he still plays the game, and he looked really, really good doing it. Okay. Um, you can see a bunch of GGA guys in there. The Chicago area players are all really good at the game. Some of the best in the world. Very, very fun to watch. 
Uh, the the only thing that I was a little bit bummed about was that Perfect Legend didn't enter the tournament, and then um, Tom Brady actually meant to enter the tournament, and his flight got canceled. Oh no! His, oh. Yeah, like his flight the previous day got got canceled. I think it was like delayed and then canceled, oh, and they ended up. It was one of those things. Yeah, yeah, and he he was only able to go for a day, so his plan, since it was only a one day tournament, mm-hmm. his plan was to fly out like at the end oh, of the next day. So okay, okay. he would if if he had taken a flight in the morning of Friday, he would have missed his pool anyway. Right. And uh, in any case, he would have had to leave um, like that day. Do you know anyway, what so. airline he was on? I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. But yeah, that was that was a big big bummer. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, other than that. Awesome to watch. I'm super happy that it was run. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. That game is is just wildly broken. Uh, dang. Like, there's stuff in there that you just is just not reasonable at all. I but mean, it, it feels like going back to playing these 30th anniversary it's, it, Dude, it's games, just right? like Super yeah, Turbo uh-huh. and Third Strike where you, you see what Chun can do or you see what, like, Claw yeah, can do right, and you're just like, oh, it's a guy. come on, yeah, guys. Yeah, uh-huh. But it's, it's fun enough and there are enough broken characters that it's still it's still really fun. Like you think of Third Strike, and that's maybe like an eight character game in reality. Mm-hmm. You know, half the roster is useless. It's kind of the same in this because okay. if you look at it, pretty good character variety, but only among you know eight or ten. Characters, <laughs> I mean, Sonya's so. up there a lot. So, so Sonya is up there a lot yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Really, really fun. Thanks for having that. <laughs> I, well. I know Rick is, was really big into that game, too. So you know what? I mean, some people were mentioning it in chat, and I was actually really surprised. Yeah, I, I thought maybe we would have gotten an MK11 announcement. You know, there was a lot of chatter that that would happen. Right. Yeah. They could be saving it for E3, or maybe That's they're not doing it, right? I mean... I'm betting on E3, Yeah, man. probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, hey, look, I would love it if they actually didn't do their every two years thing again. <laughs> right. You know, you know, I would love... I saw Paco Stevens in this chat... I want you guys to delay it. You know it, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, let's see. Blaze Boo Cross Tag Battle. There was an exhibition there. Uh, fourth was Flux. Third was SKD. Second was Kid Viper. And first was Fenrich. Of course, there was only four people in it. So Yeah, and it was kind of a last-minute thing I heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, mystery Tournament was Jing. Third place, I'm Gay Okie Dyke, which is just absolutely one of the best names around. Second was Jinsan, and winner is CSB Let's Get Acid. You know who went? You, you know what happened to the 2017 Combo Breaker Mystery Tournament champion? 0-2. You went 0-2. Horrible. Yeah. What an absolute dingus. And the fact that Sucks. he even won 2017 made it so that the originator of the Mystery Tournament, Mr. Adam Keats, you know, he basically was like, I regret ever making the Mystery Tournament. So. Correct. <laughs> oh man uh, Justin Wong won the 30th Street Fighter 30th anniversary collection yeah. exhibition which I got to do commentary for and that was a blast because it was just like me rattling off all these really really crazy like little trivia things and just remembering about all the different characters and like why this works and this character does this and I mean just so you guys know probably on Thursday I'll probably start my 30th anniversary streams I'm not going to do, like, this is how you play the game and systems. I just want to talk about, like, significant things about the game's cool. changes, how it affected the game, et cetera, et cetera. I think that sounds More cool. of an info dump, and then I'll probably do how to play the games later on for, like, the four main ones. Because, honestly, yeah. there's no reason for you to go and play ter- against each other in, like, in like well, actually, I should say the five, five. main ones. I was going to say five. Five main five. ones, yeah. Hyper Fighting, Super Turbo, Alpha 2, Alpha 3, Third Strike. 
Yes, exactly. So. Uh, Blaze Blue Central Fiction, seven places were Yuri and with Lychee and Klim with Azrael. Fifth were uh, Genocide. It's kind of an interesting name with nine. And PAG Grover with Carl. Fourth was Burker Dave with Arcune. Third was Ponos Galileo with Lychee. Second place, PGSKD with Izayoi, and winner was CO Fenrich with Jin. Okay. I thought we talked about that one already. We did talk about Blaze Blue already. Oh, okay. My bad. Okay. <laughs> all right. I okay, think that's I think it. We're done. I think Dang, we're done. do we actually get through all of that? So yeah. there were a lot of games at Combo Breaker. That's one of the best things about it. Mm-hmm. And as far as I could tell, everything, everything went, went great. Yep. A lot of fun to watch. And since we were there commentating, I missed a lot of it. So I'm definitely going to be going back. I already started that today, going back and reading through. And some of the cross-tag battle actually turned out to be fourth Kid Viper, third Flux, second Justin, and first SKD. So I don't know what's going on. No, we did Smash. We definitely did did both Melee and Smash 4, but we did it very quickly. Yeah, we did very quickly. So, But yeah, um, yeah, the AC was down a couple of times. That was in the secondary room. Right, the I don't secondary think it was, room was. I, I don't mean, think it, it happened in the main room. Did it? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Secondary room. Secondary room. When I was doing ST commentary, when I was doing ST commentary, I was I was fanning myself like the whole time. You started off with a very nice looking long sleeve shirt. Uh huh. And then that came to like your shoulders, like yes, it was like a shoulder uh-huh, off uh-huh, kind uh-huh, of look, you know. Right, uh-huh. And then you finally disrobed entirely. You just yes, had a T-shirt underneath. Uh-huh, it was like uh-huh. this process of James disrobing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you came up. You were like, just just take the shirt off. And yeah. I was like, yeah, you're, you're like, right. You're right. Clearly, clearly looking warm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Really good tournament. So my my schedule was a little bit unusual. Uh, since I have a bunch of family in the Chicago area, I didn't put my name in to commentate anything but Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the way that that turned out was that I commentated like eight hours on Saturday or maybe ten. Eight with like two as backup, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Friday, I only had one set. So I was able to hang out with family in the morning and early afternoon. And then I did two hours of commentary. And then I basically went and bought tequila. <laughs> you said that so matter of factly. Oh, that was the facts, James. Yeah, yeah. As I was walking away from commentating, I saw Mono. Mono was not going to play until Saturday. And I was like, hey, man, do you want anything from the store? And he was like, well, I'll just come with you. So we bought tequila, Jack, and a 12er of Blue Moon. The Jack was for Yipes. <laughs> by the way and he he told me that he drinks jack right now because it has the least it's the least caloric of all the hard alcohol there you go. <laughs> so hey, he's trying to keep himself what? it's spry. working dude it's working because he's looking like a svelte dude right now it looks now. good so yeah. yeah okay okay yeah so i basically hung out uh but uh, you know i couldn't go too well because i had early commentary on saturday mm-hmm. super fun event i had a blast i miss everybody there and uh yeah looking forward to the next one yeah i mean pretty much I, we spent almost an hour and a half like hour and 15 minutes talking about combo breaker but honestly it deserves that kind of highlight it deserves it really that does careful talk about it once again i mean honestly shout outs to rick and everybody on the staff yeah especially everybody on the staff rick gets too much press i'm tired of talking about him <laughs> but everybody else high fives yeah definitely um really really well run tournament and, and and keep in mind too that rick 
now works at Twitch in Northern California. So yeah. to be able to pull this off cross country kind of thing is is ridiculously amazing. But that also is an indication of how strong of a staff that he has. Exactly right. Is that they can do so much of the work with him just kind of supervising and stuff like that. So uh, great job to the entire team there, to the entire staff. So does it takes it takes an army to run an event like that. So Alrighty. Okay. Thanks to everybody. So let's take, take a, a break. break. When yeah. we come back, we're going to talk about the Cody reveal, SF 30th impressions, and so forth. Man, if you think I was conceived 20 years ago, you are sorely mistaken. <laughs> wow. Uh, man, when people watch this on YouTube, they're going to have no idea why we're even talking about that. <laughs> I don't know how purple compares to Tempur-Pedic, because I haven't tried Tempur-Pedic, but I like purple mattress. <clears throat> All right, let's talk about the Cody reveal. So after Street Fighter V mm -hmm. at Combo Breaker, they revealed Cody. Which was interesting because they actually just gave like 9,000 hits. It was clearly coming. Yeah, they, uh -huh. they on, on the social media, they put up a picture of the bricks exploding yeah, out, just uh -huh, like happened uh -huh. in his uh, intro in Street Fighter 4. Which I think is always ironic because that's the intro to Street Fighter 1. And it was all tied to Joe, who he was supposed to be in Alpha 3. Wow. And so somehow he got associated with the... Okay. Like through indirect means, now it's associated with him. That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they revealed it, and it was a it was a super cool trailer. I thought. So it started out with Kenny they, Omega. I mean, they even had like the letter that they revealed ahead of time. Yeah, that's true, the letter that they revealed. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, which was from Hagar to Cody, like yeah. former mayor to yeah, current like mayor, complaining that he's not doing a good job or something like that. So. so they they put a bunch of work into it. There's like lore on the marketing team, which is always cool to see. And then in the actual reveal, it started out with that trailer that has Kenny Omega acting as Mayor Cody, Cody yeah, Travers, uh -huh. which was awesome. And then it turned out that it was a shot-by-shot -shot remake of the uh, Final Fight Yeah, I intro. knew. I, I knew. You knew I, it? I, okay. I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, sick. And actually, you know what? They actually said that the person talking to him on the phone was actually Xavier Woods. Oh, really? Yeah, the person on the on the other side of the phone that was talking like, turn on your TV. That was Xavier Woods <laughs> oh, actually my God. doing that. So. That's, that's like one of those unnecessarily extra things. Right, but it's, exactly. I love it. But that's awesome, dude. That's, so, a, that's yeah. amazing. There you go. Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, so it wasn't just the trailer. that had all these other, other trappings, and I really hope that that continues moving mm -hmm, forward. Mm -hmm. I really like that stuff. Yeah. And it really increased the hype for it, too. Look, I'm not going to front. Cody still has some wonky-looking animations. Yeah. He still has some Season 3 problems. You know, but he looked so much better than the, than than uh, than Falk did. Oh, God. So much better than Falk and Sakura. And, and look, let's just face it. The model is... The, the model is, is, is well done. The model itself looks really yeah, good. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah. And look, I'm just going to put it out there right now. I'm really... Because look, season one was just a joke with the whole Mika and Laura thing, right? What? You know, just the, the tits hanging out oh. and like male gaze and all that stuff oh, like that. Now they have like an Ed costume with a clear bulge. And now they're, they're just like, okay, Cody is just going to be ridiculously hot. And like, I love it. Like they, they, they put like the, the, the female gaze okay. on Cody 
And I think that's fantastic, frankly. I it started with it started with evil like with, with hot Ryu as people mentioned, but like I just think that it's really cool that they're just doing that now. You don't you don't think it's still the male gaze, just a different male? Could be. I mean I absolutely. So, <laughs> I don't know, James. You know. Uh, I think it's I think it's awesome. Yeah, no, I I, I think he looks great. Mm-hmm. And I really like the alternate costumes too. I think those are all really, really good. Yeah, exactly. So Very cool. So other than how he looks, some of the gameplay I think looks interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For example, uh, I didn't realize this, but I guess the his V skill is his final fight, like kicky kick, which I think is such a cool idea. Because when I first saw that animation, I was like, "That's pretty, pretty dumb." But then I saw a GIF of the, yeah, uh, uh, the original, original thing, one. and it looks just like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like choppy in well, kind of the same choppy, way. Yeah, 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 it's yeah exactly yeah. Uh-huh, the same uh-huh. way. So that's cool. It's not. It's not like an accidental crappy choppiness. It's very much intentional. To right. Look at the old yeah. One. So yeah uh-huh. That is cool. Yeah. But what's cool about it? So in Final Fight, that was the get off me move. Like okay. I'm getting surrounded. So you hit the button. It's the escape move that gotcha. made you sacrifice life. Gotcha. Right. So they put it in the game as his V skill, and sure enough, he white damages himself. When he does the oh, does he? Oh, yeah, I missed that. um, that's oh, what wow. it says in the post. Like he right. actually gives himself white damage to do that move, and so it has invincibility. Oh wow! So it's kind of like Maki was like in Maki. CV- CVS two, because that was her escape move right. in Final Fight two. Right. And so I just thought that was a, like I didn't think of that, and I was like, that's that's actually really cool. That is really they put cool. that in there as his V skill. So I I like what they actually did with the character you know like i said the animations are a little wonky but i like a lot of the ideas of it and his, like they his, hid the rocks in v trigger 2 and stuff like yeah that. the v trigger 2 setup where he, where he throws a rock up and it's like the missile that comes down mm-hmm. it's like sector mm-hmm. missile uh and he has a fireball which oh, just zxc just the kick was in alpha 3 it was not in street fighter 4 it was in alpha 3 it was the end of his level 3 his kick level, he'd go boom, 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 and then he jumped up and spun around and kicked. That was their homage to that move, but it was not in four at all. So, so he has a fireball, and I guess that also comes from an old game, one I had never seen before. But I saw a GIF of him. Oh, really? Throwing a fireball in like some old. It was like a Game Boy version, or it was something like that. Ooh, like okay. something I had never even. Was heard it of. like little eight-bit sprite kind of that look? Was yeah. it Mighty Final Fight? Could be. Okay, okay, Mighty Final Fight actually was their port of Final Fight on Nintendo. Okay. And they just made it cute little 8-bit graphics. Okay, yeah, that right. was kind of oh, cute. Oh, so he had Tornado in there? Yeah, he had a fireball. Oh. It, looked, it looked very, very similar. Okay, okay. Yeah, Mighty Final Fight for NES. Is that Got why it. they gave him a Tornado in Alpha 3 in the first place? I don't know. I never knew why they gave him a Tornado in, in oh, Alpha 3. Okay. It never made any yeah, sense Yeah, I'm it. talking exactly about High Fight's series of tweets where he went back and looked through... All of the old references. Yeah, Tornado Sweep from Mighty Final Fight. Oh, that's why they gave him the Tornado in Alpha 3, because he had it in Mighty Final Fight. I actually didn't know that. That's so cool. There you go, dude. Okay, okay. But yeah, they they turned the criminal upper into just his super now. Right. And, you know, wow, that super doesn't have any... And it's sad, too, because they always end all the trailers with the critical R and... You know, it's not the fanciest one because it's not all animation or whatever like that. It's more like juries, yeah. right? But, I mean, it looks like it reaches the top of the screen, so, like, I could imagine it being really good to catch people trying to escape out of the corner Makes and sense. stuff like that. But he looks really interesting. I mean... He does. A lot of people guess that one of the V-triggers is going to be the knife. Sure. 
But like I said, I thought it was cool that the second V trigger turned into the pipe and the rock. I want I want some wild up rock setups because you know they're gonna uh, exist. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I hope that they exist. Occasionally, Street Fighter Five characters have come out that have things in them that are where I'm like. That's going to be super good and wild. And then it comes out and then it's like really nerfed and it, you, can, <laughs> you can't do anything with it. Right. So yeah, hopefully yeah. that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, look, I was impressed with the trailer. I like the trailer that they went through the effort, like with the Kenny yeah, Omega and all that stuff like that. I think the character looks cool. Like I said, the animations are a little wonky, but they're still better than Falk and Sakura, right? Um, For he's sure. Kind of, he's kind of on that Blanca level. Well, there's something kind weirdish like Blanca, about yeah. it, but it still looks okay. Like, yeah. I'm okay with it, you know? But, um, uh, like I said, the, 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 the motion is too smooth. The animators there aren't putting enough pop in their animations. Yeah. It's just what it is. Like, they're animating it well, but it's not animating realistic. Things look floaty. You know what I mean? They need to pause and stretch and yeah. snap a little I bit more. I hear that. But, uh, I hear that. But, for the most part, like I said... Even the, the wonky animations that he has aren't even that bad. They're not that bad. Not as noticeable as... Like, the, like the, the, the ruffian kick. The low ruffian kick didn't look good to me. For example, some people in the chat are asking which ones I'm talking about. Okay. Like, the low ruffian kick, he just... It just looks like he's like, yeah. <laughs> Instead of like, ha! Like he did, you know, right. in Alpha 3. I know, I know what you so, mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I know a lot of people were actually saying that they wanted a... Joe, Li Joe to be Sagat in the in the Sagat reveal trailer. That would be so cool. Yeah, and so Joe was like trying to talk to them and stuff. There's a real Thai fighter who's Sagat's yeah. label. Who's like modeled after. He's still alive. Mm -hmm. They could get that guy. Yeah, that's true. That would be so cool. Dude, that's right. They even gave him his. They even gave Cody his target combo: the punch, 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 grab, knee, knee, throw. Oh right, right. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. I thought that was really cool yeah. too. So. I, I don't really know what the V Trigger Two does with the knife. V-Trigger 1 is... I'm sorry, V-Trigger 1. Mm -hmm. I saw I saw Stab Stab, but, like, what's... Is it chip damage on I, block? I like, no yeah, idea. okay, I don't, I I don't no know. The, the article's out there. I, I I didn't read all of it yet, so... So I'll probably have to go and do that in just a little bit, but... Anyway, he looks cool. I'm, I'm happy about it. The only bummer is that he's coming out in one month, so he's mm -hmm. not going to be allowed at CEO. Mm, but okay. what typically happens well he's coming out like the week before CEO starts right, so right, right. You, but he'll come out in time to be legal for EVO he'll definitely be legal okay, for EVO okay. but what happens anytime, anyway it seems like is that the um, characters that come out during the season aren't like really played at the high level until right. the end of the year if not the next right. year because a lot of people don't want to switch characters Correct. to learn someone brand new everyone's just saying that the knife just increases the range on his normals and gives him better frame advantage so that makes sense okay Okay, yeah. but I did like the fact that when he had the knife, it was more like, like he it was, was kind of nice like looking, cooling, actually. Yeah. Like actual knife moves instead yeah. of just him going ha 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 ha, ha like gonna practice his stabbing right <laughs> all day. So yeah. it was actually really cool. Um, actually, they don't even come out that week and get buff later. Like honestly, someone actually had the right timeline for Cody. Come out, everyone's gonna say he's weak. And it's going to turn out he was good all along and people just didn't know, but then they're going to buff him for season four and then he's going to be OP at the beginning of season four. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I heard that. So, folks, remember Harrison was a strong Street Fighter Four Cody player up in mm -hmm. Northern California. He now works and has worked for Capcom for quite some time. 
And what I've heard is that he really, really likes Cody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That he's like really having a blast messing around with him, and he's got some really wild. Oh, setups. oh, oh, oh. I thought you just meant in general he likes him, but in oh this no, 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 I mean like his like how he actually oh, plays. He's like okay. really happy with the character. Okay, so okay. that when I heard that, I was also really happy because I know that he uh, really cares for the character. You know, so right. he, like he mm-hmm. would be upset. If it, if it right, it's not like, like a it. Cammy player really hated the way Cammy played, and a Phelon player really hated the way Phelon played, and a Chun Li player really hated the way Chun Li played. Yes. But the person didn't care, right? It's not like that. It's not like that. No. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. They're not. They're not coming out with a Zangief that's so obnoxious that I quit Zangief in that series entirely, <laughs> which is what happened. <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of HD remix, no, of of you know super turbo oh, kind okay. of things like All that. Right. Uh, new game on the horizon today. Yes, came out for today. most people today. <laughs> not for everybody. <laughs> no, not for everybody who had access to certain you know mom and pop. Oh, it done been stuff. out. Yes, got mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection is out. Correct. It is out, and you know a lot of people worried about it, obviously, because you know Capcom just hasn't really necessarily been doing a great job on things lately. I've been super excited and hyped yeah. for this game. I've gotten it. I've messed with it a little bit. Uh, what about you? Have you had a chance to play it? I much? did play it, but just briefly. Mm-hmm. I played it for maybe half an hour before I came out here because I was you know doing work before mm-hmm. that. Um, my th- I so I got it for both Steam and and mm-hmm. Switch, and in, in just sort of very brief testing, they felt the same to me. Okay, okay. And Asker Serenity, I wish I'd had it for a while, dude. I literally just got it. Yeah. Like, at midnight last night. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I ordered it digitally, so I couldn't get anything mm-hmm. earlier. It wasn't here anyway. Uh, it's it, from what I could tell, it was the same on, on both versions that I have it on. And all of the things that I have tested so far and that I know you tested in the past, and I've talked with other people too who've tested things, it seems like it's arcade perfect. In mm-hmm. all, all of the glitches are in there still. All of the weird bugs are in there still. There's no balancing of any kind. I mean, there's a few things that were fixed. Okay, okay. So, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For, for, for the games that are playable on online, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they did fix some things that were game-breaking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they wanted it to be playable online. Right. But those are not like... <clears throat> Gameplay important thing. Like Mikey even tested like Elism in Alpha Three. Yeah. If you pick Karen and she throws you, you it drained a hundred percent of your life. It puts you to zero health automatically, no matter what. Just one throw, right? That doesn't do that anymore. Um, I noticed that they they fixed uh, Mika had an air throw in Vism that did zero damage. Huh. That just was a glitch. Like if you did the oh, wow. air throw, like it just did zero damage, but it was doing damage. So they fixed maybe oh, a few wow. small things like that. I haven't run in so I don't know that game as well, but all mm-hmm. the things that I've tested in Super Turbo and Third Strike have felt exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arlieth did a bunch of tests in Third Strike. You know how much he's into yeah. the game. And I asked him, what's your verdict so far? And he's like, so far this is super accurate. Yeah. So he was able to reproduce all of the all of the stuff. So, so on that sense, I think it's really, really great. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like some of the stuff. I don't like the way that the interface works where... Mm-hmm. There's like two start buttons because because yeah, 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 yeah. so uh-huh. there, the way that it seems like they did it is that there's like the sort of operating system start button right. start button uh-huh. and then there's like the the program in-game. itself mm-hmm. right so you have so when you're in the game you have to then get into the game super turbo etc right uh-huh. and there's a separate start button for each of those so I don't know if that's like the most elegant way to have done it but 
Yeah, I mean, because you can pause at any point in time. Yeah. So even on the title screen, you can bring up that overarching menu. But the weird thing about it is they mapped it to the touchpad. A lot of joysticks don't have the touchpad. Yeah. But you go into that menu and you can assign yeah. the start button to something else, right. which a lot of people weren't aware of at first. So That's what I did. And mm -hmm. I assigned it to, you know, I have eight buttons on my stick, but these games only have six. So I just assigned mm -hmm. it to like the... Eighth, seventh right. button, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's not not that yeah. big. Yeah, and and they also didn't have a three punch and three kicks assignment uh, button, so that some people in the chat are complaining about it. You know, oh, right that now, wasn't so. in the arcade, everybody. Yeah, it wasn't okay. in the arcade. So. Uh, Guess Perry God says. I mean, it hurts. It hurts pad players. It hurts pad players for certain layouts. It's hard to I get guess three that's punches. True. Yeah. Right. Well, so, you know. In any case. Guess Perry God says they didn't fix the Karen throw. They based the Alpha 3 uh, rev on a later version uh, that already had that glitch removed. So that's probably where they also fixed the, the Mika air throw then, I would imagine, probably. So, okay. All right. Uh, however, they do use the proper version of Third Strike that has unblockables and all the stuff. That's what we want to play yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. So, so there's, there's that issue with the way that the UI works that I don't love. Uh, I've played it only a few times online, mm -hmm. and my experience for the, I think, four games that I played was that it's the worst that I've ever seen. But that's probably not reality. I feel like I feel like there must have just been some error on like my internet provider's end because it was so bad right. that it was like there's no this like it was like worse than hyper fighting from 2007. Like it right. was just <laughs> it was horrible. So that must have just been my issue. I'll, I'll try it again tonight well, and tomorrow. Here's the funny those. thing. So I played it. I played six matches. They felt great to me. Okay. I didn't have any problems. One of them, but it felt like delay netcode instead of rollback. Like, I tried to walk up and block a Sonic Boom and couldn't block at the last second, and it felt like things were a little laggy. But here's the thing. The accounts that I've had reading online on Facebook and in Twitter have been very polar opposites. I've seen that, too. Some people are like, this has been great. Like, this is better than the other ones, and... This is actually some of the best netcode that I've I've experienced, you know, for these older games. And then some people are like, this is completely unplayable. This is the worst thing ever. Yeah. I'm thinking that there's just something that is happening for certain people. Like maybe there's some internet setting that or some ISP setting or something. I don't know, but like I've definitely seen both. My experiences so far have been good. I definitely so when you beat people you can rematch. Right. And um, uh, most people haven't rematched against my Zangief when I tick throw them to death. I did that in Hyper Fighting of to course. a Ken player, and I thought that was really fun. <laughs> uh, in fact, I, I only lost one game, and that was my Ken against uh, Old Sagat in Super Turbo. Okay. The guy beat me there, and I was like, man, I want a perfect record. Yeah, I'm currently undefeated. Oh, man. But I'm like 4-0, and oh, and they were all unplayable. I just... Oh, know, right, yeah. Just like, no. I haven't played I haven't played any Kami on Super Turbo. I've just been doing Ken and Zangief just for fun. So. I've only done Third Strike Q so far. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I did a bunch of training mode in Alpha 3, which is cool. So the training mode, just as a piece of advice to everybody, if you are doing training on a standing opponent and don't care about them auto-guarding and all that stuff like that, don't put them... Like, you should never have them on stand and idle. What you should do is go to record, like, and before you back out of the menu on record, hold forward on the joystick, back out, and then and then go back in it. This is standard uh, training mode protocol that I used to do in Guilty Gear and stuff like that, right? Hold forward, and then back out and go back in, then go to playback, and you have a playback button that you can assign. Yeah. That's how you get people out of the corner. 
you know, sometimes you get uh-huh. them in the corner, you're like, I want to go to the other side, but let me throw them, and you throw them, and they're already halfway across the screen, but you want to, like, right, so okay. if you just record walking forward for a frame, like, like five frames, you just hit the button, they go, boop, and then you can jump that makes over sense. them. That's a good idea. So that's actually a really good tip on um, how to yeah. make your training mode experience a little bit better. Training mode is not robust. No. But, I mean, to be honest with you, the training modes are... Um, they're not. They're pretty serviceable for uh, for emulation. Yeah, that's right. Like so. you could definitely tell that when you go into versus mode or training mode and stuff like that, it's loading up a save state. Right, you for, can sure, 100% for sure. hundred percent tell that that's what's going on. So, uh, but you know, it it works. It works, and I'm having fun with it, and it's great. Like I was messing with Alpha Three stuff. I was practicing like these crazy Mika things that I've never actually practiced before. Like they were techniques that I never learned during the time that I play, but I know about now that yeah. I was able to try out and stuff like that. It was actually really cool, so. I found out that I can do MIDI back strong into Super Art 1 with Q. <laughs> it's possible. It actually it actually does work. Nice. But now i got to figure out a good setup for it. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You were just all. doing it manually just at see. first, right? Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. And then... Um, so that's pretty sick. Yeah. I don't know how you spell it. Yeah, honestly, the only thing that I would really think is that um, hopefully they patch a few things. Look, the game crashed on me, okay? Oh, really? The game crashed on me while I was doing ranked. So after my hyper fighting match, I backed out and it just blue screened on me. Oh, wow. And I've seen other people report that too. I hope people can figure out what's going on there. I hope they can patch that. And honestly, I, I really, really do hope that Digital Clips, you know, I talked to one of the guys who was developing it on Twitter. He just happened to hit me up because I was talking about it and stuff like that. But, you know, if those guys are listening or watching, I really, really do hope that they do go back and maybe retroactively add training mode and online for Alpha 2. That game really deserves it. As much Agreed. as the fact that I prefer Alpha 3 to Alpha 2. Yeah. But I, I understand that there's a lot of people prefer Alpha 2 to Alpha 3, and I really, really hope to do that. So, Yeah, Brent and Christy have been calling me on Twitter all day because they're like, yeah, now we are going to be able to beat you and blah, 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 and ST. And I Maybe. Was like, I was like, I just looked at Brent, and I was just like, just cross up my cami and i die. They're like, it's just, that's just what's going to happen. So, Fact. Or yeah. just hold down back <laughs> with the right character. What do you mean? Hold down back as Honda. Oh, right, yeah, okay. And then okay. you die. Yeah. I mean, look, Chris uses Ken, so he's going to have a little bit of a harder time being right. me, honestly, because Cammy actually does really well against Makes Ken. Makes sense, yeah. Um, but, you DJ? Know, I feel like DJ should beat Cammy. DJ destroys Cammy. Yeah. That's one of her worst matchups, yeah, right? So I can't sense. even really say anything. Like, yeah. If Brent comes back, he's like, I'm going to beat you up. I'd be like, yeah, you are going to beat me up. Dang. I can't, what am I going to do the, with this fight? The honesty option select. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it really is. You so. should. You should beat yeah, me. Yeah, if you yeah. don't, you're a loser. Yeah, uh-huh. that's the, it's the Viscat. I don't even play this game yep. anymore, you know, whatever, you know, kind of thing. So, uh, so the game seems good to me. <sighs> I will say that I saw a thing that it adds a couple of frames of input lag. It's one. One frame, one frame of input mm-hmm. lag? Okay. So that's not as bad as I had feared it might be. Yeah, the 30th anniversary, um, they said compared to the SF3 online, is one more frame of lag. So it's like two frames versus three frames. SF3rd online edition? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, uh, the online edition when that came out. Recently. Okay, so we're not talking about arcade. Yeah, we're not talking about arcade. Maybe what I heard is that it's two frames of input edition on top of what arcade is. Might be. Might that be. might be what I yeah, heard. Yeah, uh-huh. So I think I heard two, two frames. <clears throat> okay, but in any okay. case, a little bit more input lag. I think that's, I mean, I think that I expected that because that's just how, it seems like how that's mm-hmm. at least how the PlayStation works. But 
Um, it seems like all of them have that. So that's Never really played. Alpha that's fine with me Arcade. to the extent that like I hope that arcade versions don't die and that this instead is not about replacing those, but more like getting people in to come to tournaments mm-hmm. where maybe we can play online or on uh, on arcades. Yeah, I think that's too much work. I think I, I would rather to have a B tournaments run on this thing. Well, I would rather that too, but I figured that there was going to be input lag, and it turns out that there is a couple of frames of input right, lag. Yeah, so. but I mean, to be honest with you, I. I I think it's just, like, I, it didn't feel weird to me when I was messing in training mode and stuff like that. Everything felt normal, but I'm also one of those people who's really bad for uh, that. Same, so, same, yeah. I don't, I don't notice it. This is just what I've, <clears throat> what I've read. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Crash Cancel Infinites are still there. I was doing them. I was doing them. The UI is not great. The UI is not, not great. Yeah, that's, my, that's a big issue a lot of me. little issues here and there, but... Um, in, in general, I really like it. I'm very happy that it's out. And I'm really looking forward to, to training mode for some of this stuff. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to being able to play it on a plane while I'm traveling. Oh, I'm really looking forward. Like, for a while, I was bringing a PlayStation 4 to all sorts of events, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Now, how about we just play on my tablet? Is that cool? Right. Because totally I'll have it anyway. I'll have it on the Switch as well. Yeah, I'll have it on so, the Switch also, actually. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, dude, the loading times are pretty good. Only third strike training mode took a little bit of time to load up but I'm, I'm assuming that's just because the game is larger and it probably takes more to load up the character I, I feel I feel like it was it was a second or I don't know just half like a the, second the other games were like go to the training mode bang and they're up and, and third strike was black and then it came up and I was like I didn't even notice it to be honest this is long now it's like a whole second <laughs> yeah know? I was like yeah yeah but uh dude right. I'll do the handcuff with Yosh Thursday Thursday, I'll be doing the handcuffs and everything. I'll be doing all the crazy stuff in, in Street Fighter 2. Glitches Sick. that people probably don't even know about. Dang. Although, I don't know if I can still do the Dalson invisibility. I've never been able to do it, so I'll, I'll look know. up it and see if I can uh, reproduce that one. I'll right. see if I can reproduce that one. But, uh, yeah, there's some... Dude, Street Fighter 2 is so buggy. Like, one of the reasons why I, I'm going to have so much fun doing this is just really just to kind of just show you how buggy all these games have been. You know what I mean? So, it's just... It's really cool. So, all right. No, the handcuff glitch is still in there. The handcuff glitch is still in there. I'm pretty sure. At least it was. It was. It was in final round. Yeah. The handcuff. The 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 reset is gone. The reset is gone. So I'll go test it. I'll go test yeah, it. Yeah, test it later. Show, yeah. So. Anything else to talk about here? Um. I mean, uh, look, I'm happy about it. I know a lot of people are upset, and I know a lot of people are really angry. Uh, online as well. Um, I don't know what to say about that. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm. My experiences have been good. I'm enjoying it, and I know you know I've been pushing for this game a lot recently. You know, lending my voice to the yeah. stuff, and I, I think it's a cool product personally. But you know, I, I my only issue is that hopefully it really was just a problem with my internet. Mm-hmm. If I go home tonight and tomorrow and it still super sucks online, mm-hmm. then I'll be disappointed. Right. But uh, right right now, I just I don't think that I can have a conclusion really. Okay. Just, okay. Only four games, and they were so bad that it was like just hard for me to believe that that's how it is for anybody. Right. So. Okay. All right. Um, move on. Break or just yeah. Let's take a break. I gotta get some water. I'm really thirsty. Uh, okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Tuesday show. Now, what else is going on? Let's talk uh, about FGC news. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, with, can I actually cast this? I wonder. I just want to see this. Can I cast a one tab? 
I can. That's pretty impressive. Okay. You can, ta- you can cast any tab. Oh, okay. You can cool. just cast the tab itself. Yeah, okay. Okay, cool. I always just assumed that it had to be like, I don't know if this is local on the machine or, you know, or something. I guess that works. Oh, well, whatever. Anyway. Uh, in any case, um, there's been a lot of um, news for uh, for Blade Strangers, which is why I just kind of want to do this. Um, there was a, 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 a trailer for, um, let's see, Ali the Thief. There was a trailer, there was an announcement for uh, an original character named Lena. And there was also one uh, Solange uh, announced for Blade Strangers. So three more characters announced for that. And I guess it's not just on Switch. That game is coming out on Steam as well. Do you know those characters? I have no idea who they are. Okay. Do you know those characters? I don't. I was curious. Okay, okay. You, you tend to know more about games like that than yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe I did if I go and look at them, but I, I'm not sure where they're from. Anyway, cool. Oh, so Lange was a starter, huh? Okay, so he was there already, so, okay. Um, Also, uh, some signing news that we always talk about. Um, uh, Apparently, Alucard has left Flipside Tactics. Right. Uh, He was there for three years, so he's a free agent now. It's interesting right now because Alucard hasn't been making as big of a splash at a lot of events recently. I'm not sure if he's just stopped playing or... I know he's gone to at least a couple of things. Right. It's not like he's gone. Mm-hmm. But he just hasn't quite had the same kind of success right. as he had previously. Uh, I know he he's back in Detroit. Yeah, that's right. He's back in Detroit. Okay. Uh, and then we mentioned this a little bit earlier, but UU has joined UU. You what? Oh, I see. I'm sorry. UU has joined... UYU. UYU. Hey. There you go. Okay. <clears throat> a couple of really interesting events coming up here. All right. Uh, let's see here. Well, first of all, I want to mention that the Tekken World Tour Global Finals, which is supposed to take place in, what was it, like Denmark December. or something oh. like that? Or Amsterdam. 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 It's going to be on December 1st and December 2nd in 2018 so that was uh made that announcement was made by harada and michael murray during uh, the finals for tekken 7 at combo breaker so um that's really cool uh there will also be a last chance qualifier there at the same time so um yosh thanks for saying that you like my facial hair like this this is about as far as it's gonna go i think it looks cool yeah i i actually am starting to it's i i, I mean it's starting to grow on me oh, oh. Like, i mean it is it, i, I kind of like it to be yeah, honest with i think you. it's so, cool but i mean i still shave it because right now i feel like even at the short distance it's getting a little gnarly so i'll probably just shave it off a little yeah, bit let so. it grow man okay well we'll see what happens yeah um also uh during combo breaker uh, they announced a new tournament called Climax of Night, and it's going to oh, be a yeah. French bread-themed tournament. So French bread, of course, the developers of Melty Blood and Undernight in Birth. Right. So there's actually going to be a tournament in uh, it, that will take place in Atlanta, Georgia, later this year. Sick. Uh, they say they, they, all they have listed is November 2018. Okay. But the games that are going to be in there are Undernight in Birth EXE Latest, uh, Dengenki, Bunko, Fighting Climax, Ignition, Melty Blood, Actress again, Current Code, and I guess because there's Union characters in it, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Yep. Yeah. So more details are to be announced, but it's supposed to be in November this year. I think that's super cool. There needs to be more events like this. Like, yeah, we need an NRS tournament. 
That'd be awesome. We need a Bandai Namco tournament. Well, it's kind of the analogy, yeah. but yeah, okay. Right, it, right, right. But I mean, like, like you specifically, know, yeah, more yeah. and bigger, and you know, yeah. stuff like that. I think that'd be. Re- In fact, I've been clamoring for that Marvel tournament to have MVCI and you know Marvel three and Marvel two and X Men versus Street Fighter and oh, right, NBC. Right, right. You know, like I, I want that tur- I want that tournament. Have Marvel superheroes playable there? Ah, okay. X Men: Children of the Atom, and so people can see how broken that game is. I think that would all be super cool. That would be cool, yep. for sure. Um, I haven't tried it yet, but I guess Akuma is playable online and ranked right now. That's what I have seen. Yeah, yeah. I saw a little clip of somebody doing it. It's oh. it's just the arcade. I mean, it's you just right, right. I wonder. It's just the same code. I wonder how if they could patch it out. That, that's what I wonder too. Yeah, right. I don't know. Like, I mean, there, probably, but yeah, they could probably probably patch difficult. It out, but hopefully, in any case, they could I, do something like that. I appreciate that it is so legit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's like two sides of it. I appreciate that it's so legit. You got the other side where that character is mega busted. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and. To be fair, I didn't run into any. Like, I thought I was going to run into, like, three Akumas and, like, two other things. Yeah. But fortunately, that hasn't been the case so far. So, Although, to be honest, Kami was one of the only characters that could kind of legitimately fight Akuma. Really? Because her super goes under, under and up. So if he jumps up and throws air fireballs, you can get under there. But, of course, it's really hard for her to build meter, etc., etc. Anyways, right, whatever. Okay. Um, uh, let's see here. Um... Oh, there was also Master T and Ultimate Manimal Arts uh, in a recent Blade Strangers trailer, although I think that they are already existing. Um, another uh, event that's going to... Wait, did this happen already? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, in Japan, they announced a new event called the Rage Street Fighter Five All-Stars League. and um, Right, right. Yeah, and basically there's going to be a draft where players can draft players into the into teams, and right. there's six captains already selected out. And the captains are Nemo, who's part of the Aurora team. Okay, oh, okay. Itazan, who's part of the Ocean team, okay. which is blue. Uh, Aurora, I guess, is purple. Uh, Fujimura sure. is part of the Emerald team, which is green. Daigo Umahara, they just listed him as Umahara, that's weird, but he's part of the gold team. That's what they tend to say in Japan, just Umahara. Oh, really? Okay, Moke, who's part of the Sunrise Orange team, and Tokido, that's part of the Red Flame team. Flame, man, they kind of just said purple, blue, green. (laughs) All right. Dude, it's kind of like how in Yu-Gi-Oh, they name all the alternate colors, which I always thought was really... sick, actually. Yeah, I'm down with that. that. I'm definitely down with that. Uh, but these six players are basically going to draft all these players. The draft is going to take place on the 31st of this month. So in two days, they are going to draft their team. I don't know who's available, and it's going to be three-man teams. Uh, but I think it's probably going to be the players that have a license, right? The the, the Street right. Fighter license, right? And it says there are only about 22 players with the license currently. Right. And 18 are going to make up. You know, there's of the three man teams, so it's probably just going to be those players in there. So they're just going to draft the teams at that point in time. But the six teams will be competing for a grand prize of 10 million yen or about ten thousand dollars. All right, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, you can watch the draft live on Open Rec TV. So and there is an Open Rec TV app that you can run on your phone and you can watch it from there. Isn't so. that a hundred thousand dollars? Isn't it one one hundredth? Yeah, you're right, right? So 10 million would be $100,000? Okay. Yeah, it is $100,000. Okay. Dang. That's a good old chunk of change. Okay, okay. 
All right. Dang. That sounds cool. I'll definitely be watching. I continue to think that the license thing is a pile of crap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's garbage. I mean, that means Momochi can't play in this. Yeah, that's very stupid. Yeah. But that's but cool. that sounds cool though. Right. Uh, and then of course there was a stream for Vegeta and Zamasu or Zamasu earlier today. Um, I saw some clips of uh, some of the stuff. Like uh, Zamasu seems like he has a really nice assist. Um, it's not like the beam that just, that, but it's like a giant fireball and it's really tall. So it's not as fast as the beam, but it looks like it can control space a little bit better. Okay. But I'm all, um, I'm all about con- space control mm-hmm. options because that's pretty rare. Yeah. But um. I didn't see much of it. I just saw clips that I think High Fight was putting up and such. So um, I didn't even know about it until ten minutes oh, ago. So. Okay, <laughs> my bad. But yeah, like Hell Pockets, Max Million were there and stuff like Dang, that. Really? They're okay, that's it. Yeah, exactly. I gotta so, go check that out. Zamasu can fly, apparently. Right, I heard like about Storm that. Magneto and can block in flight mode. Really? That sounds kind of good. Okay. So is he going to be bad like all the other unique characters in the game? <laughs> I was just gonna say it's really cool that he sounds like unique, but then you're right, all the unique characters are bad in the game. Like I thought Ginyu was super fascinating and of course. he just turns out to be garbage. All of the all Beerus is garbage. Beerus. So. I think it's yeah. bad. Right. But yeah, I mean <laughs> I I hope not. I hope not. Right. But I mean so far Zamasu seems pretty good, so hopefully he's good. Yeah. Hopefully he's good. And then what's really interesting is despite all the doom and gloom talking about Capcom and stuff like that and like how everything seems to be failing and Marvel was like bomb and all ah. these things like that. But apparently Capcom's financial report came out recently, like like a few days ago, like about a week ago. Okay. And it report that uh, it's great. Things really? are great. Yeah. Uh, and um, they cite an overall profit increase of 8.4% in comparison to last year. Well, Monster Hunter came out, right? Right. And so a lot of it is probably Monster Hunter, although they did say that a lot of it was driven by esports now. Whoa. So they were giving a lot of credit to Street Fighter V and the esports stuff. But there was one thing that they said in there that actually really, like, you know, like, it. like got my goat. Okay. Got my goat. They got basically, your goat. they were, this is what it says. They're dubbing 2018 as. Esports year one for the company. Oh, right, I remember them saying that. So expect what? No, I I had the same exact. Re- I feel like we've talked about this in the past. And Did then, we talk I, about it? Already? And then oh, I okay. also exploded about it. I'm kind of right. It, that really bugs me too. Yeah, that I was like, what? Maybe we did talk about this last week. I don't remember. No, but not, not last week. I think. This oh, was a little while oh, okay, ago. okay, yeah, but like, that actually makes me kind of yeah. It definitely rustled my jimmies, dude. It definitely yeah. rustled yeah. my jimmies, and I was like, yeah, are you kidding me? You, esports, you what? Like this is the third year of the Capcom Pro They're Tour. They're just and we idiots. Did, yeah, this is Capcom Japan. Oh God. Oh man. You know, the more the more the Capcom USA and Europe and stuff can handle things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the more the more happier I am. Yeah, that's the thing, right? But um, but overall, strong, Capcom's strongest market right now is the home consoles and. It's got to be a lot of that. And, you know, they talked about, I guess, there's a t- 2022 Asian games or something, and Street Fighter Five is going to be a part of that. And, really? Yeah, I don't know what the deal with that is. Um, but, yeah, it's just, oh, because players got licensed? Maybe that is why they're calling it year one. Well, there's year one of that. Yeah, that's true. So, ugh. anyways. Yeah, I think I think that's, that's season three, I think it's pretty accurate. <clears throat> Says that's company speak for we're gonna invest more in esports. It's, you know that's just 
It's mm-hmm. definitely just marketing type speak. Okay. Somebody who doesn't know anything is like, all right, now we're going to get involved. And so for us, you know, hey, all right, big news. Right. You know. Probably is marketing speak, but I'm allowed to have my Jimmy's Russell. No, I was, I was annoyed by it too. Okay. Well, why else we've been talking? I about- mean, to be honest with you, Cappuccino, Street Fighter V is really spectator friendly. It is one of the easiest ones to watch. For sure. Yeah, the, and, and to know what's going on. Because a lot of the other games, things are just happening, and it's pretty nuts. Like, some of the other games I really do think need a, a spectator view. Like, I said this about MVCI. Like, there should be a spectator view that you could, like, connect to. And, like, when beams and stuff are covering the screen, you can see an outline of your the other characters or something like that so that you can actually see what's happening. You could just make the game like that. Yeah, theoretically, but like Dragon Ball, would you do the same thing with like Piccolo Super and stuff like that? I mean, you don't, once you've designed it that way, I guess that sucks, but you don't need to have designed it that way. Right. You could just make it so it's seeable. Mm -hmm. I don't know. While we've been talking, are you you done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh Uh, CEO Jibaley has put up a game leaderboard for the games at CEO. Which games have the most entrance? And here is the current list. Okay. 11th place. Going to go 11th to 1st. Third strike. Then Super Turbo is number 10. Number 9 is Unist. Number 8 is DDR. I think he's having a dance. Actual DDR. Yeah, I know he used so, to yeah, play DDR. Uh, yeah. All right. 7th, Injustice 2. Man. 6th place, Rev 2. Guilty Gear. 5th, Tekken 7. 4th. Melee. Third, Street Fighter V. Okay. Second, Smash Wii U. Uh-huh. First place, Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay. Which one did you leave up there? The ring. I was trying to bait people. So. Oh, I, that would have been funny. I didn't think yeah. about that at the time. <laughs> uh, there you go. So Dragon Ball again, number one. That doesn't seem like a big surprise because Combo Breaker was like that. Evo has announced that... Dragon Ball Fighters is number one. Here's the thing. There's no pro tour for this event. Right. For this game. So you're going to go to the biggest events, right? So Cap- that's obviously why Evo, Combo Breaker, and CEO will have more Dragon Ball players. If there was a pro tour, we would probably see Dragon Ball out registering Street Fighter V at a lot more events. Like yeah. Stunfest, that was a Street Fighter V premiere event. What if it was a Dragon Ball, I called it in in an in a interview with someone, I called it a Saiyan event. Right, like you know, oh, like that well, would be there. That would be the like you know S A Y S A I Y A N Saiyan event. Like if they had their premiere events, you know that. They I mean, would it's come. a seance. <laughs> what? I don't even know what that means. You know what a seance is? I know what a seance is, but I don't get the. the I don't understand how that. Talks. Well, I don't know how your thing is the thing either. So all right, Here you know, go. like going Super Saiyan. Right? I understand what it is. I just don't know why the event's called that. Anyways, uh, but like if they had a premiere event, like it would probably have more entrance in those. So, dude, I don't, I don't even understand it at all. Anyways, I think it's good. You know, but like that's that's where it is right now, right? So, yeah, I don't think it's a big surprise that it's number one. But you're right; I think it could be mm-hmm. even more number one. I think it's a bigger item of news that Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U is second place and Street Fighter V is third place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. CEO is definitely more of a Smash thing than some other tournaments. Like it's definitely more than mm-hmm. Combo Breaker, for mm-hmm. example. But 
Street Fighter Five third place, I think, is still a surprise. Yeah, it is a surprise. So, and especially as a premiere event, but we'll see how it goes as it gets closer and closer to the event. But again, the smashing is huge, right? It's no surprise, and I, I know Giant. they really treat CEO as a big smash event. Sure, more it, it so has been for a long more time. More so than like Evo, for example, because mm. they always seem to get mad at Evo for some reason or another, right? And then um, I know Florida also has a big smash scene. So. Right. Bummer for Injustice hanging down in the old doldrums just above DDR, I mean, but I, it seems like that's where it is. Trust me, I feel the same way about Rev2. Rev2 and Injustice are always like right next to each other, yeah. and so we're both like buddies in that same way, you know, yeah. that, our, that our side favorite game is always just kind of not quite up there, but good to see that, you know. Well, it's it's interesting to see Super Turbo there, because I don't know if that Super Turbo is the 30th anniversary tournament event, or if that's just a side tournament, because there's also going to be the official Capcom 30th anniversary event at CEO with $7,000 in prizes. Ah. So I don't know if that's the same thing or not. I don't know so, either. Yeah. So. That's all he says about it. Yeah, Dragon oh, Ball right. Fighters is number one. Yosh did. Uh, that's right. There was new costumes. They actually had Ryu as Arthur. What? From, so, I haven't seen that. So I think he fights in armor, and then I think the code makes it so he fights in the underwear. What? Yeah. That's awesome, actually. Yeah. So he's hot Ryu in underwear now, with a big old beard. The big old beard. Oh, I mean, you know what? I didn't even. Wait, what? I was just thinking, like, why? Why would it be Ryu? Like, I just feel like they need to spread the love a little bit more on these costumes. You know. Yeah. Oh well. 12th places. Oh, there's more. Okay, okay. Tied. Killer Instinct and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Oh, okay. 14th. ITG. They're doing an in the groove tournament as well? Okay. 15th PIU. Pump it up. 16th King of Fighters. 17th Capcom versus SNK2. By the way, Jabali won the CBS2 tournament at Combo Breaker. Oh, he did? He won it. Did nobody enter? Was, like, everybody playing it garbage? I suppose. I think I think Renegade got, it was, like, grand finals or top three or something. Okay. Yeah. Wait, why is there no BB tag in there? I didn't see it. Did you? No, it's not in there. I don't see it either. Maybe he's a not runner? I don't know. Mm. I don't know, man. Okay. That's weird. He's just doing the all of the, the, the rhythm games. They're all the step games, basically. Pump it up in the groove and uh, DDR. I wonder okay. Hmm, interesting. Right. Okay. Saiyan event. What did you call it? Saiyan event, right? It could be like a Super Saiyan event. It's like the... James, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> even a pun it was just a name for the event you know it wasn't even a pun it was it was a, just a dragon ball reference anyways anything else going on i feel like there's something else that i heard about but maybe not <sighs> brand new puns right here the rhythm games are a part of co-hosting of ceo and storm the florida ddr major oh, oh. wow that's cool there you go. okay so in that tournament, is it like the kind of thing where style is relevant or what? There's um like are there are there is there like the dancing versus 
There's points, two, there's usually two. Style. There's usually the perfect tournaments, and then there's the 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 artistic judging tournaments. Okay. Yeah, which I was never a fan of. So. Got it. Because um, there was one the one tournament that I actually went and watched one time was um you know there was one guy that was everybody's favorite because he's loud and crazy and everything like that and they had the judging one and you know you could write your own steps and load them into the arcade machine and play them that way i did not know so that. a lot of people would write their own steps for it so they could do cool things with it and the that that guy the popular guy went up there and was like ready go one arrow came up he stepped on like arrow and then he was like all right and he walked off of it and like pulled out a bench and like a watermelon and started doing like all these crazy things like and, like, a, like joke basically yeah joke and did nothing about it and all the judges since they liked him and they were kind of friends with him they loved it and i think he won or something like that and i was just like come on mm, that's kind of hilarious but you shouldn't win right uh-huh exactly it would be hilarious if it wasn't like that but it reminds me of the time that I got third place. <laughs> I don't even know I want to hear the rest of this. I just, it's just, as soon as you start cackling like that, I just like, I don't... <sighs> I got third place in a mustache contest once. <laughs> I can't really grow a mustache that well. What I did instead is I cut off a lock of my own hair and I taped it to my face. <sighs> this was in law school. <laughs> uh, the, people, the people who won had legit good mustaches first and second place i shouldn't have won it all right i had to get third place <laughs> you know like at night the, when we were the all day sitting there talking with like keats and tubaware and you're talking about you and your brothers and everything yeah. like that all i kept saying was now you know why he is the way that he is dude oh, the, man. the morning of the event uh i everybody knew that i was gonna enter and i was clean shaven <laughs> And they were like, what are you going to do, man? I thought you were going to be entering the mustache contest. I don't know why we cared so much about the mustache contest. Do you have a picture from this at all, at least? Do you have a memento of this with you and this wonderful hair mustache of yours? Uh, I probably do. I probably do. It's not here, but yeah, I probably do. Because I want to see what you look like. The point, a- the point of it... I mean, it was a joke, obviously, but I also, in furtherance of the joke, definitely made lawyerly arguments about what counted as a mustache, and, you know. Did they know it was a fake mustache? I mean, there was no, it was just a piece of tape with hair. There was no thinking that it was a real mustache. So you you got third place because they thought it was funny kind of thing? Correct. Man. Correct. This is why judges should never... God, this is... Oh. Did I ever tell you about the time that I... Uh... No. <laughs> no. Also in law school. I'm too wholesome for all this <laughs> shit, Oh, this dude. is not mean. Yeah. Well, it kind of is. Uh, where I was assigned to do uh, a moot court, and it was for international... Some international tribunal. You told me about this, yeah. I don't yeah. think I've said this on stream. Um, where... I was assigned to be, I was assigned to represent America. Mm-hmm, right? So mm-hmm, I was assigned mm-hmm. to be represent the United States and whatever the issue was. And I didn't do any of the reading and I had no idea what the subject was at all. Uh, so, I think you might have mentioned this on stream before, but keep before. going anyway. Okay. Keep doing good yeah. anyway. Um, so. And so I, walk, I walked in there and I had no idea what any of the thing, any topic was or whatever. Uh-huh. And my entire argument was just that you better find for the United States because if you don't, we're going to leave your 
international tribunal and that, and that will delegitimize the court. So in order to avoid delegitimization, if you want to matter at all in the future, you have to fine for the United States because we're the most important country in the world. Um, that was my actual argument. And obviously the other students involved, the judges and the other attorneys and whatnot representing other countries were really pissed about me, uh -huh. about me doing that. However, the dean of the law school was there. Uh -huh. And after I did it, uh, he was like, you know, that's actually a real, a real thing. That's really what some people believe. This was during the Bush administration. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So kind of why I thought about it. So the, the dean was like, you know, David, nice job. <laughs> also, we won. America won. <laughs> but the judges took pains to point out that it was not due to the arguments of counsel. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. They were asked, trying to ask me questions during the question and answer thing. What do you think about X or Y aspect of the disagreement? And I was just like, doesn't matter. <laughs> You totally cheated oh, the dude. system by not doing anything. That was work. great. Yeah. You literally talked about the Hadians, you know, and, and, and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's basically right. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. All right. It's a great movie. God, that was such a good a movie. Good movie. Such a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, when I came into law school, I went to the law school that I did because they're really good for international law. That's what I thought I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. and by the end of that first semester, I realized that I thought that that would be, have been bad because the law there is, again, this is during the Bush administration, like they did not care at all about it. I guess we're kind of back to those times now, but right. um, I didn't want to like do law in something where there was no, nothing was really binding. Gotcha. I would like it to be binding, but it ain't. <laughs> remember, remember like a few weeks ago when we... Uh, breached a serious international agreement that we had spent years negotiating just because our country you mean yeah, yeah yeah it's not it's not like we pulled out i see new news is like we pulled out of the iran agreement it's mm -hmm. like we just voluntarily did it mm -hmm. oh man we we breached international law in doing that it's like pretty <laughs> serious actually but uh, hey it's all cool don't worry about it yeah i didn't become an international lawyer so <sighs> Well, anything else going on? Uh, not that I can think of. Um, I think that's all I got. So okay, um, uh, I will not. As far as I know, I'm not going to be traveling until CEO. Right. So um, we got a little bit of a break now. Um. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'm traveling until CEO again. And how long is it for CEO? That's at the last weekend of June. Last weekend. So of about June. a month. Okay, about a month. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's that's probably the best story that I have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wasik says the my best story is the time I locked my pants in my car door. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's probably my best. Yeah, yeah, that is that is good. Oh man. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, I mean, as for myself, uh, I may if I can get enough information and and just and, and thoughts about it, I'll probably try to do an unchensored tomorrow in the afternoon. But on Thursday, like I said, for sure. And, and try to hold me to this internet, please. Um, you know, I'm going to try to make sure I start my 30th anniversary streams mm. on Thursday and try to do that every week on Thursday and just 
I'll probably do a little bit of Street Fighter 1 because there's really not much to talk about that game yeah. except showing you fighting all the computers and stuff like that, and I don't know how long that's going to last. But then after that, um, definitely um, I want to just do Street Fighter 2. I can probably spend days on Street Fighter 2 because there's just so sure. much stupid stuff about that game. But, you know, we'll see. Um, does E-League start this weekend? I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Dude, Bacchus Stevens, I, just... I, I did hear about Roseanne blowing herself up. Yep. What a dingus. And uh, shout-outs to ABC, by the way, to... Yeah, actually man, actually, yeah. ...canceling that, so it's actually pretty... <laughs> yeah, this, my surprise Speedo story is pretty good, too, actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'll definitely go through all of the... Um, um, straight by the three... <laughs> I will say one thing. Pictures exist, but my life is definitely not nearly as exciting. <laughs> my uh, life was definitely not nearly as exciting. So, oh god. Well, I, there's no. You don't need to lock your pants in a car door. It's not. I don't think that's like a. Yeah, uh, that's not something, something you missed out on. Really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Anyways, okay, that's all I've got. So. Um, Well, uh, somebody asked us for our E3 predictions. That's not for another two weeks, I think, or a week mm -hmm. and a half, I guess, more accurately. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about it, I guess, next week, sure. that's, if that's cool. I'm just looking forward to Mortal Kombat versus X-Men. That would be so funny if that happened, dude. That would actually be really, really funny. Uh, E-League stuff? What did we forget about E-League? We knew all the... Oh, I did. I did. I did want to mention this. I did want to mention this. Uh, at at Combo Breaker, I think you talk with them too. I talked with the Paradise Arcade uh, folks about their magenta stick. Did you see that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I talked to them at Frosty Faustings about it. Oh, okay, actually. cool. Yeah, I, this yeah, yeah. is my the first time I've seen it. Mm -hmm. So they have a programmable stick. Uh, just, I mean, like literally the joystick, where you can set sort of where the recognition is on the stick right, for diagonal. It's like a perfect diagonals. 360, but you right. can determine There's no gate on it. Uh -huh, right? Uh -huh, so you're not uh -huh. like hitting hitting a side or anything like that. But but you can determine via software uh where, you know, the how far the throw is, that is to say like how far you have to press the joystick to mm -hmm, hit actually mm -hmm, hit any direction. Mm -hmm. Uh how how big the like horse like where it detects diagonals versus uh just straight cardinal directions. You can really customize how your stick, right? That's uh, right. Like mm -hmm. actually registers inputs, and you can also preset four different versions of that. And and that's not something you like. You don't need to be playing on the PC for this to work. It's not some PC software only. That's actually stored on the joystick. So when you're going to go play on a PlayStation or on an Xbox or whatever it is, that will all still apply. Mm -hmm. um, I think that is awesome. I think that's it's very inventive. I feel like that. Since since the hitbox, that's probably the most innovative thing that I've seen in joysticks and in FGC input paraphernalia. Yeah, uh, that and that already is almost a decade ago that they came out with that. Most of a decade ago, so that's that I think is is amazing. It's called uh, the Magenta. You can get it on I believe pasmagenta.com. Check it out at least. Again, like it it, it solves a lot of the problems that I actually picked up hitbox for. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my my own issue is more is both because I was missing inputs and also just because of ergonomics. So the, for me, that's not the only reason that I'm playing Hitbox. 
But if, if you're playing hitbox because you're screwing up uh, inputs, you can instead get this. Like, in theory, I feel like it should be just as good for doing things like MK9 instant air gas blast, which is like oh, a really yeah, tight, yeah, yeah. you know, right. up, back, forward uh-huh. kind of input. Uh, that, sh- that should be much easier with a magenta properly calibrated. And you can calibrate it for different games, different yeah, characters. Yeah, to have the four preset ones. Like yeah, the four about. preset ones. Like, you know, you may want something different for maintaining a charge for a charge character versus a character like Ryu or whatever like that. Very, very cool. I, uh, I'm very, very impressed by it. Highly recommend it. Dude, that kind of reminds me of something. I, I kind of brought this up on Twitter just a little bit, but I'm just wondering about the legality of this with Tekken tournaments. Like, I don't know if... Because, like, like, you know, joysticks are designed so that they can... Um, you can put extra buttons on them, and it's tournament legal as long as they don't do anything like binding buttons or anything yeah. like that, right? So using the PlayStation 4... The, the, the accessibility options and you can sw- change things. I assigned left and right to buttons. And when you do that, like, I can do electrics like 95% of the time. Sure, like on right. Hitbox. Right. Uh-huh. And then I can, well, yeah, and then I can even do um, instant while runnings a lot easier sure. by even having it on the same side. That right? makes total sense. And I'm just wondering, like, I. It, because obviously being able to do instant while running a bunch of times, you know, in a row is really, really hard. And, like, when you see JDCR do that with Dragonov, yeah. it's like, it's amazing. But I'm just wondering, like, I, I started mentioning it, and some Tekken guys were like, just like, you're being silly. I was like, why? Like, isn't this a real thing, a concern? And they're like, yeah, no one does it because they probably consider it cheating. But I'm like, is it officially banned Yeah, yet? no, it's a good you question. Know? And I feel like it kind of need to be, so... Yeah, I was doing this for Devil Gin. I was just like, electric, 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 electric. Sure. It was like 95% of the time in my instant while running. Because the instant while running, again, like I said, I don't know why no one's ever written this down or anything like that. But like I had to figure out on my own that it's basically plinking the last direction with the button. That's how you do instant while running. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what speed right, you hit okay. the forward, the forward, forward, forward. You can go forward, forward, forward. You can go forward, 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 anything. It doesn't matter as long as the last one is plinked. And so if you put the button on the same hand, sure. like even on a hitbox, you got to do this, sure. which is a little awkward. But if you put it on the same hand, so what I did, I was just like instant while running, instant while running, instant while running, instant while running. And you could probably even do it with the joystick and the button combined, which I can't test on the accessibility. Right. But you could probably do forward, forward, and then boom. Ford, Ford, Plink, Ford, Ford, Plink, sure. Ford, Ford, Plink, right? And so there's just like, I'm just wondering if like there's some sort of legality issue with that on the main tournament and stuff it's like that. It's a good question. So. It's a good question. Yeah. I think Wasik is right that there's that the general rule is one button per input. But, yeah, um, but I mean, I, I was told that um, uh, Tokido actually binds V-Skill to the, to the fourth button at the, uh-huh. over there. So that's how he... He skills everything so fast. That makes sense. He just pinkies it, basically. Yeah, that's like people binding like a three punch or three kick. Right. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think I think things things that are in in the game as bindable buttons, I feel like that mm-hmm. should be fine. Um, as far as electrics go, I saw somebody ask. Uh, yeah, with the magenta stick, you can make them very much easier because you make it so that you need a bigger throw to mm-hmm. to. Uh, register an input, which means that the neutral position is much larger on the stick. Mm-hmm. So it's way easier to go back to neutral 
Oh, yeah, while you're that's trying to true. input uh, an electric. I mean, it would help you to do crouch dashes a lot easier. Right. Right. The electric would still be hard to do itself. The actual timing of it, of right, course. Right, yeah, right, but, yeah. Right. But the dash right, part. The crouch yeah. dash part would be yeah. much easier. Yeah, yeah. That would actually be true. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. Anyway, I just thought that's very, very cool. Uh, Paradise Arcade doing it. It's called the Magenta. Okay. Cool. Alrighty. Well, I guess that's about it. Yep. Uh, thanks, guys, for hanging out and watching another Tuesday show. Uh, we, I, we do have a, a editor now, so he's been putting up some episodes little by little. Hopefully, we'll get caught up quickly, and then uh, we should be back on schedule on YouTube stuff. So apologies about that. So hopefully, we'll get that all taken care of soon. <clears throat> all right. All right. It's so sm Yeah, there it is. It was a tiny bird. Mm -hmm. Dude, that tiny dog was so cute. Oh, there was two tiny dogs at that tournament. I heard. That were so adorable. God. CJ Truth plays so much hockey and watches so much hockey that now he says A in regular conversation. That's true. A.